So the button has been hit. Are we all good, Simon? Good. Let's do it. Kamar? Ready to go. All right. Capcom, we are good to go. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with your host, Matt Lloyd. I could have swore we had agreed this week that there was three hosts. And Simon Anisman. And Kamar Babar. It's getting insulting. It does have the ring to it. No, no. I think we all know we are all co-hosts. I'm just no co-host. We're all equal hosts. I'm just happy that Simon's vibing off the uh, my intro tracks. Loves the music. He's loving my intro tracks. I got you, Kamar. Don't worry, buddy. So, lads, how was your week? Simon, how was your week? Terrific. Thank you. Ours Ours was amazing, buddy. Just got back from Kingston on the road. Yeah. We, Kamara and I were in Kingston. That was uh, the hamlet of Kingston. A show I was not allowed to attend. Well, you don't come to anything anyway, so yeah. You weren't, I, I you might weren't have made that, that roadie. You think you would have driven four I hours? I for sure would have come. Listen, I had nothing better to do on a Wednesday night. I, I would have been there what for What time sure. did you get? You got there too early. No, I got there like quarter to eight. Yeah, I guess so. I, 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 Listen, I'm not a pro like you who can just saunter in 20 <laughs> minutes late and like get a spot. When you're driving from out of town, they give that leeway, but I would rather walk in like... Five minutes before the guy on the stage says my name. Oh, I keep in mind, I didn't go in. Like I sat outside and smoked oh, the joint. Oh, no. okay, that's cool. That's so cool. then, like I like by the time I I got in, you were maybe two minutes behind. Okay, okay, right. Yeah, on. I didn't right. seem like some fucking go hard rube. Like, right. hi, I'm here for the comedy. Yeah, that was awesome. It was a good show, though. It was fun. Thank you again, Kamar. Much love. My pleasure. Much appreciated. Simon, you, you want to take a stab? You are like the Joe Rogan of your own comedy world, yeah, helping you out go. your helping friends, out, yeah. well, you just know, letting hey. everybody start. I love it. it. I learned it from Joe. A really good guy. Much appreciated, man. I got to do it. Now I want to do it every night. Not afraid that people are going to surpass you in a very limited amount of time. It's happened too many times. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you expect it now. People pass me all the time. Uh, you're a good comedian. Come on. But there's people, a great guy. There's people who are at the same level they were who were, I thought were amazing that I, when I started, you know what I mean? So yeah, they haven't, they haven't gone you anywhere. You see that as a potential. There's no hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I'm 35. So no. like, even if I spend the next five years doing this, I would then be 40 and mediocre at best. In so. your prime though. No, no one really is good until their forties. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. At Maybe all. Eddie Murphy's the exception. This Chappelle. podcast gets out to a hundred times the audience. Speaking of, oh, a thousands. <laughs> um, yeah, before we started the show. I was show, being conservative. Before we started the show, we were talking about a uh, clip that is related to Joe Rogan. And so we thought we'd play it. Um, you know about the clip. He's and, pointing at Simon. Yeah. And you. And he's eyeing me no saying, idea. I have no idea. Hold on. Let's take a minute out first um, to thank anyone that's given us some feedback. I think that'd be good. Because we've gotten some feedback. As you might notice, Simon's voice is a little more booming today. So keep those emails and uh, suggestions coming. And now we can play the clip. But we do want to say thanks, everyone. Thank you to all the listeners. We just want to set it up. So just to set up the clip a little bit, it was on The Fighter and the Kid. Which is not the Joe Rogan Which is not the Joe Rogan. That's our other podcast, The Fighter and the Kid. The Kid. (laughs) Um, So it's Ari Spears. Ari Spears, yeah, yeah, from... uh, Mad TV, and he's a stand-up comedian who wants to be considered in the conversation. 
Kamars, that level at like fifty? You're not gonna blow our you're not gonna blow our drums here. Well, it's at it's at nothing right now. So I'm okay, yeah, yeah. Into it. Fire it up. But anyway, so Ari Spears is uh, wondering about Joe Rogan's uh, ethics, or if he's across the board um, for everyone, or does he play favorites? Well, first he wants to know if there's some beef between them. Yeah, here we go. Or worked with really ever a good man. That's a real bummer, man. It must have been. Yeah, it's a really good book. You, you know him and Rogan tour together. Yeah, Rogan told me he tells the best stories ever. Ever for for Rogan to say that he goes the best storyteller is Charlie Murphy. Yep. You know, that's wild. Maybe you could put in a word with Rogan, man, and help maybe slide me up in there because mm-hmm. uh, you know. Let me tell you something right now. I never met Rogan, Rogan doesn't take any. Rogan doesn't take suggestions. I can tell him whatever. All I'm saying. What are you gonna say? Here's what I'm saying. That there's an angle here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> And Bobby Lee told me, and Jamie Masada told me, R- R- Rogan had a beef with me about something, I, and I didn't know. He was like, uh, yeah, Harry Spears is a hack. And Jamie Masada was like, yeah, buddy, Rogan said that Bobby Lee said that you hack comedian and you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I never met Rogan. I never had a beef with Rogan. So I would have liked Did to Did Rogan know. tell this to your face? Never. I never met him. I don't him. know if I buy that. Yeah, I don't think I, I, don't met him. I don't think he said that because you're not a hack, so I don't. So but I would, he also. Be like, why did he feel that way? And I would like, let me on the podcast. Let's you, discuss you would it. know. I, I feel like you would know. He would. He's not a guy who would talk no. behind your back. You would I, that, know. That sounds like a mystery. He'd get brought up on a podcast. Or Here's like that. my question. I've no. seen you. You're not, you're, the, you're not a hack. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I mean, that's. No. But let me ask you this, though, and I want your personal opinion because you know Rogan. I, I don't yeah. even I assume you do too. Yeah, he's yeah. one of my best friends. Um, now he, if we're being honest, he mm. practically destroyed Carlos Mencia's career. Mm. He, like that, rightfully so. At rightfully, the time. right. He just called him out. Yeah. We called him out. But then, and when I read the YouTube comments, a lot of people, when he had Hannibal Burris on, was like, "Why did he give Amy Schumer a pass?" Rogan, yeah. Like they, a lot of people were mad with him with that in the comment section. Like you destroyed Carlos, dude, but you giving Amy talking about his parallel Why thinking. Why the fuck are we listening? You to giving this? her a pass, dude. Well, I, I don't think that I would Joe say wait on enough, that. Yeah, right on that. I would say wait on that. Wait on that. Yeah, with Amy Schumer. I think if there's though. if there's if there's a yeah. So anyways, that thank you to the fight and the kid for that uh, clip. <laughs> I don't get it. No, uh, my interest in it was uh, how uh, Brendan and Brian were just they didn't know what Joe's to do. Defense and just like, oh no, 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 he's my best friend. Well, he, I mean, chances he are he didn't that. say that. And who cares if he said it or not? Joe's never had you on the podcast because you never release shit. Yeah, Joe it, has people on that are promoting something. His desire to be on the podcast is coming from a horrible place. Yeah, like it's such a selfish means. He doesn't want to make the world. A oh, better place. he's not getting on now. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, I wonder, fuck I wonder no. if this gets. I think back. we have a better chance of getting on the I think Spears. I think Joe looks at that like I can't get into that kind of drama, you know? No. Uh, anyways, it was just fun to hear uh, Joe Rogan um, discuss and like, uh, I really just like how Brendan Bryan were like, oh, no, 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 well, no. Of no, course. Of course. Did, did you he's, say to your face? He's Brendan's best friend. <laughs> I knew so, Simon was going to jump on that. That just goes to the extent of uh, people have Joe Rogan's back. And Ari Spears, I think, sound like a complainer. Personally, so we're gonna get back on our actual canon here. Yeah, the look, Joe Rogan experience. Wow, it's, it's about Joe Rogan, man. It all comes back. Listen, if you guys are gonna be sticklers for the rules, you're gonna hear it from me too. I think there was an interesting experiment, and maybe we should do it later on the show or something. <laughs> yeah, it's probably really probably not open. Yeah, with, let's uh, open with another podcast. Yeah, yeah. weird way to start. Weird Listen, way to start. As you can tell, we've definitely format this before we sit down. 
Yeah, maybe that's something we could. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit this. I never will. I don't like editing. No, I, We're I, not editing I was this just, ever. I was just interested to see how it would come off. Anyway, should we start with the actual week? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. So there Great was only week. three non-MMA podcasts this week. We had Jeff Ross and Dave Attell, two of the best. We had Jordan Peterson, Simon's favorite guest. And then we ended the week with Anthony Kumia, who we can kind of thank all of this for. So let's get into uh, Jeff Ross and David Tell. That's a good point. Great episode. 12.07. 12.07. Jeff Ross and David Tell. Um, obviously there to push their new Netflix special, Bumping Mics. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's pretty good. Which we just viewed. Well, we viewed. Well, I guess, yeah, you viewed two of them, yeah. It was hilarious. It was good. Like, I'm, I'm with you, Kamar, though. I don't see how that takes a year to put together. No, th- th- that's my only thing. But if, I don't think it took a year to put together. I think they just decided after a year of performing to maybe... This this works or whatever. Yeah. But you have to know that it could never, ever be the same way twice. No, of course not. You, you, no, because no, no, they do even, so much crowd work, like, and it, they do so much roasting each other based on what... I mean, David Tell dressed the same for all three days, but... Well, I'm sure you. I think he dresses all, the yeah, same every year, yeah. Gilbert Godfrey was the best, though. Yes, Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey is the best. And David Tell, I think, outshined Jeff Ross, in my opinion. And I... Uh, I agree. David Tell had the, the best jokes, for sure. Yeah. The punchlines are on that side of the stage. Yeah, that was hilarious. But J- Jeff Ross just goes there, and I think he's the only guy in the world who would look better if he shaved his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> just did it all smooth, just smooth across the board. He's uh, like alopecia, Jeff alopecia Ross. I saw him when he came to Ottawa, and I uh, I walked out. Wow, that bad, huh? This show is just perfect for Ross, though, because he gets to bring up all his famous friends. Like, he's the biggest name dropper I've ever heard, ever. That's, well, he Every story he has just involves some famous person he knows or some party he was at. It's the way of the roast. There's a lot of people like that, though. A lot of people on Rogan, I've noticed, have been like that. Dale Earnhardt Jr. did it, too. A lot of people. I don't know. I'm just not so braggadocio. What's amazing is... Um, <laughs> All those famous people, you know. Yeah, well, you know. You wouldn't know, would you? So that, <laughs> that makes for a great compliment because Dave Attell is the humblest human being on the planet Earth. Also one of the funniest. He's the funniest and he hates himself. And he was so like, thank you, Joe, for having us out here. Yeah, there was a lot of dick sucking this week in wow. general. Well, it's good because Joe... Rogan a lot of mutual masturbation. Yeah, no, there was a lot of it. Jeff Ross looks like a burn victim. <laughs> Good episode, though. How many Jamies? Oh, let's start that. Sorry, we always do this wrong. How many Jamies do you give the week? Oh, it was like a four, three and a half Jamie week. Three and a half Jamie week. The, was, the middle guest really pulled things down. <laughs> okay. So, Kamar, are you a, you're a three and a half or are you a four? Oh, I can't wait to get there. Three and a half. You're a three and a half. Going okay. towards four, three point three. Yeah, I'm with Kamar. I'm leaning towards four, but it's tough because four is like a... I'm one of those assholes, too. Like five would have to be just... A week of perfection because it does get political. Every I mean, every show goes there, but J- Jeff and um, David Tell, it was mostly lighthearted and just telling stories and stuff. So. It was entertaining. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I like that though. I like the lighthearted. <coughs> yeah, I love exactly, when comedians exactly, are on. That's exactly. always my. Favorite. Don't have to concentrate too much on what's being said. Yeah, I did find it weird that they mentioned a lot of the bits in the show. Like we were talking about the Craig one. Yeah, but I still laughed. No, I still like laughed so hard too. Maybe they it. knew that too. Maybe they were like, you know what? It's so funny that even if we drop a bit or two, but I just that's or not maybe something. they assumed that everybody had seen it already. I don't know. I don't. Know. You just don't see that a lot. You know what I mean? Like even Joe goes out of his way to constantly mention that he doesn't want to give away anyone's bits. Uh, well, that, well, was something I, that was something I took away. He's more. He's more like 
don't he doesn't want to give away the concept or whatever but there i don't i don't think it's hard to see but their thing is so timing based yeah of course you, you know what i mean well it's like all it's all set them up knock them down and it's just if you said too fast it's it's dangerous if you say too slow it's too dangerous so I think that's how maybe what they worked on as well. Their timing was just fantastic. But even then, a lot of it was crowd work. So was, you can really, there's only so much, you know, you really have a lifetime pre- to prepare for crowd work. And they've both been doing for and 30 years. And it's what Jeff Frost does. I oh, mean, well, that's, that's, great, that's his wheelhouse. Yeah, for sure. It's all he does. He, he did it well. Did you see the, obviously you saw the one Bruce Willis was in it? I didn't yeah. see the first one, but. I uh, saw it. I saw all of them. Yeah. And did you notice Rumor Wilson? Who's Ruben Ruben Wilson? His daughter. Rumor. Rumor, Rumor Wilson. Oh, is it Rumor Moore? Willis. Rumor Willis? Her name is Rumor. Okay, either way, yeah, yeah. I did not notice. Why, she, is she hot? hot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Willis. No, no, her last name her. is Willis. She used to look weird, but now she's really hot. That's, what, if she's That's what happens to most If girls. she's listening, I'm trying to court her. <laughs> I'm sure it's working. <laughs> um, That's your dream, girl? A fantastic episode. Any big takeaways from the episode? Jeff Ross is sort of a piece of shit. David tells a weird guy. Oh, they only talked about it for two seconds, but it reminded me the jinx on HBO. Have you seen that? No, I have not. No, I know I, you haven't, yeah, Matt. Have yeah. you watched that, Mark? I haven't. So homework. Yeah, Both of jinx, you watch yeah. that because that's, it's great. We'll talk about I it. I watched the other one they talked about though. They talked about the one about the, the, the school teachers that ended up. Oh, being, the, the Freedman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I, that. Cause I'd seen that years ago. That's I have older, to, right? I have to watch that. Oh, you yeah. Haven't? No, no, but I, I have it in my notes. That yeah, yeah, Simon okay. watched that. So I've seen that one and it's fucked. That was about the teachers. Yeah, the um, school te- math yeah. teachers or something. And like one of their sons is also like raping people. I, I can't remember what it was. Obviously I saw it a long time yeah, ago. They were, they were rapist math teachers. Yeah. yeah. No, but their son was involved too somehow. Really? Okay. Uh, Again, I, I don't know anything yeah, about you'd it. I'm going to watch it. We can talk about that too. Yeah. All right, I love homework. Fuck. Anything else, Kamar? You look. You look beclamped. No, I'm trying to think what what, what else hit me. About well, it, they were it. talking about um, roast battle, and just what a mental mind fuck that is. Which I agree with, man. That's got to be tough. I think it does, but I think once you learn to write roast jokes, you could take out. You look like. Oh, oh! I'm not talking about writing them. I'm talking about taking the joke. You know, you gotta. You're gonna say something to somebody, and oh, then I'm, you're gonna stand up there and take the worst thing they have to say about you. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm so self-deprecating. That I don't you think can't, anyone could you say can't anything be thin to me. Skin, I have That's for yeah. sure. I think I'd be okay. I think Kamara would be okay or, in it too. Or, or they try to say something really honest and uh i mean those are the best roasts you know what i mean yeah yeah so well, that hurts the most i'm sure i think i think though <laughs> yeah. but i've seen uh i've seen luz j gomez i've seen a comedian come out dress as his dead father Oof. and roast him mm-hmm. and he took it and his dad is dead and he came out with a knife sticking out of him and uh he got stabbed the dad his dad did get stabbed to death wow. and uh he takes it. I mean, like, see, but to me, that's a level that you just don't even need to. That's taking it to a level that doesn't need to be brought to. Am I wrong? I think in New York City, it has to be brought to. That okay, level. I guess. Yeah, maybe you actually have to go kill the person's father, show up with their blood on their hands. Like that would be the best roast ever, right? Wow! I just came from killing your father. <laughs> the roast has got to be witty, and then you'd laugh like <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, like you were burying a body in the woods. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. He he's the best thing of of. Um, the uh, bump of mics, bumping, and and they were both like singing his praises. I'm telling you, he's the funniest comedian I've ever seen. Oh, you were telling he, me he's very him. funny. Yeah, he's very good, and it just it's just weird because when you meet him, he's a very mild, 
soft spoken. Bob guy. Saget looks like he was inflated with air. Bob Saget. He kept saying that. Bob Saget's looked like that for years. Hasn't yeah. He? yeah. He's living his best life. Oh, for sure. Cocaine and horse. That best life involves yeah, a lot of cocaine. A lot of Subway sandwiches, apparently. Lots of cocaine. But yeah, I mean, the whole show was just about uh, the special and stuff. I'm sure they mentioned Roseanne at some point. There's Roseanne a- got mentioned, and Roseanne gets mentioned in every episode. They talk about Roseanne for a while. Yeah. Unreal. But we're not going to talk about it. No, I've beat that horse as. Yeah. If you want to hear more talk about Roseanne, though, yeah, check out any one of our first six episodes. Go back to the Roseanne podcast. Yeah, Jesus. Um, they, uh, there's a Buddy Hackett quote that uh, Jeff Ross. Oh my God! I, did, you, did you write it down? Yeah, it's, I forgot. Uh, when you're holding a grudge, the other guy is out yeah, dancing, which I just yeah. thought was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste your time worrying about anybody else. Oh, I'm I'm a serious grudge holder. Don't worry about don't worry about that rose. <laughs> oh, as I say that, I have a whole book full of grudges. Oh, yeah. I'm just you know. <laughs> I, I think that's very good advice. Do as I say, not as I do. You yeah, know. Yeah. But you, it's like the guy in the wedding singer. There, people I have to kill. Yeah, I have one of those yeah. lists. Do you think you can let go of those grudges? And I'm no. probably on a lot of people's grudges list. Oh, for sure. Well, do you know that uh, the comic book guy in The Simpsons? It's based on Oliver Platt. Because Hank Azaria was Oliver Platt's uh, roommate in university, and apparently he had a list on his door of people that were banished from his room. Dude, that so, is like, hilarious. People, so if someone walked into his his dorm room, he and they were banned, he'd be like, "Refer to the list." <laughs> and that's where he got the that's where he got the inspiration. Little it's little like, Simpsons trivia for you. Then. You took my Ace Ventura movie, never returned it. You made the list. That's right. Yeah, there you go. That's one hundred percent it. Yeah, you gotta let those things go, man. Yeah, I have a tough time with that. Gotta go dancing. No, I like a good grudge. I did find it interesting, though, when uh, Joe telling a story that he's told a million times um, where he's the security guard in one of his jobs. But uh, it really made me think this time, like he says, I pulled my hoodie up and just bounced as the fight was breaking. Like, what a terrible teammate. (laughs) He he, he quit the job. Like his, his friends are out there fighting for their lives. I'm pretty sure every time you tell the story, it gets a little more crazier. A, a little more dramatic. There's, there's, yeah. there's a more one more van on and fire. A knife comes out. And yeah. he bails a little earlier. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, he never went back for the paycheck. I mean, I, I think I could tell that story as my own. It's tough to go back for the paycheck when you've left. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so did you remember there was Neil Young? I think that's a, a poignant thing of the uh, story. Neil Young was playing at this concert when shit went down and Joe had to... Yeah, yeah it was board. a Neil Young concert, right. yeah. That's a Canadian But American connection. Neil Young fans, because yeah. Canadians would be too polite to riot. I'm sure some Canadians That's not true. There. Some Canadians went there. Do you know... Th- we only riot over hockey games. Nope. We've rioted three times over Guns N' Roses. Really? Montreal twice and well, Vancouver obviously, once. Obviously Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, not a surprise. But yeah, three times Guns N' Roses. They've only been there twice and there were two riots. <laughs> I mean, that goes for pretty much every concert that takes place in Montreal. There you go. Yeah, yeah. win or I, lose. Win I or lose a Stanley back. Cup, they fucking riot. I take it back. Well, yeah, no, I said sports, you know. Yeah. No, 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 but the, yeah, literally Guns N' Roses, I'm pretty sure both Vancouver and Montreal have had riots because of Guns N' Roses. Speaking hmm. of riots, did you guys see those those riots in Paris? No, over what? You're You're joking. No, not at all. What I'm talking about means nothing to you, dude. George Bush died this week. That's all that's been on my mind. Well, that's sad. That's sad. But they've Fuck had like off. the worst riots in like 15 years. I like, know over what there have been riots over the- uh, income inequality, like just for like stuff's too expensive, gas is too expensive. But like they burnt all the cars and like spray painted all the. Hmm. Like it's 400 people were injured. Um, 200 arrested. How did those cars burn? 
How, how do they burn? I don't know. Let's ask Eddie Bravo. <laughs> I do not know how. They have no footage of the actual cars burning. Simon, that was how fun. does rubber burn? Well played. I got to say, uh, I hate to go back to the fighter and the kid, but they, they, they talked about how Brendan was doing nothing but baiting Eddie Bravo that episode. Yeah. I, I told he, you he'd that, yeah. No, no, I listened to that okay. episode. He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I tried to, I spent the whole time trying to bait Brian and Eddie into getting into a weak ass move, Brendan. And yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but I think organically a second podcast has formed. No, it has not. <laughs> Where here? Yeah, Just no, right he wants now. to do the fighter oh, and the kid kid. Oh, no, that. I absolutely do not want to do that. <laughs> Good. Oh, no, no. Good. We got off top of That was riots. the joke, though, Kamar. Was riots related to... Uh, Anything we were talking about? Cause no, because you were just like flipping out about how bad they were. There were crazy riots at the Greece soccer game too. But Joe quit his job. Joe quit riots. his job. That's yeah. where it was. Because well, we were talking about, about yeah. two Jewish comedians. I meant to ask. <laughs> so they're talking about Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Um, who gets arrested All for his comedy. Yeah. yeah. So what? Did the First Amendment not exist back then? Uh, I'm pretty sure Lenny Bruce was like one of those first people to really fight for the first amendment and comedy like it was it, the first amendment has been around for i mean it was the first no but i mean the free speech so it just didn't exist as a as no back then they, no 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 back then they were a lot more prude about like what i mean free you know you seem confused you see what i'm saying no, I'm, though, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think like when uh jim morrison pulled out his dick and was it florida he got arrested like uh, i don't think he got arrested for that i well, think I jim mean, morrison hold on his dick out pulling out your dick and saying something are two totally different things not in the 50s or the 60s when lenny bruce was i mean it was indecent what he was doing and you know what I mean? He was, I don't know if they. No, but Simon, that's it right there. He just mentioned it indecency. Cause like even Larry Flint had to go to the Supreme court. So just the definition back in the day of indecency was different. So and they, it was, he was more easily punished I because believe so. I don't think he was doing anything that bad. Right. It yeah, was but just again, the it was time. the time. Yeah. Like, well, like it's well, like, I watched, doing heroin. I watched the people versus Larry Flint the other day and I was like blown away. I was like, this guy had to go to the Supreme court. This is insane. Right. Again, over free speech, and he won. Mm-hmm. But that was because he said something about a senator. But again, it's the same shit where it was over obscenity and indecency and that sort of thing. So just how the moral compass has, has moved to twenty eighteen. Like back then, like nothing. If you listen to him, nothing he says sounds like you, you can't hear what they're hearing. What offended them? Yeah, you know, at this point, because Angelis Clay, Gilbert Goffrey, all of these course, yeah, came after come and so said, much yeah. crazier shit than he said. So. That, that's the weirdest context and I'd appreciate it. I'm reading this Klosterman book that talks all about it. It's called, uh, what if we got this all wrong? And it's the same shit. It's like, we don't view things the same now as we did back then. So we can't look at them through the same. I don't know. You have to read the book. There's this show on, uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon not, prime. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the tower. marvelous. No, no, oh. that's, that's another show where the Nazis took over, but, uh, no, it's like the marvelous miss maple or something. And it's about this woman who becomes a comedian back in the, I don't know, I guess the fifties. Is that when, um, Lenny Bruce was around? Yeah. It's something like that. Cause she meets Lenny Bruce and like bails him out of jail. I mean, the, the show's not very good, but it was just a interesting comparison. I forget. And it's about a female comedian, so it's not real. Oh, <laughs> Get wow. rid of that. Get rid of that. Right. And there go all the women. <laughs> Get rid of that attitude if you want to make in this industry. That's there horrible, goes that that's demographic. That's a horrible thing to say. Um, no, but uh, I forget the name of the movie, but Lenny Bruce plays, I mean, Dustin Hoffman plays Lenny Bruce in a movie. 
because he lived a sad life. Uh, Mr. Saturday Night? I don't know. I can't No, remember. Mr. Saturday Night was that fucking Billy Crystal movie. Sorry, what, what, Kamar? What do you say? Joe Rogan. Dustin Hoffman played Lenny Bruce. He's saying there's a movie. Lenny Bruce. A biopic, if you want to watch it. To learn more about a biopic? A biopic. Kamar made it sound like a... Like a medical procedure. No, listen, I also like biopic and said it for a really long time, but... You're not allowed? Well, I'm pretty sure it's biopic. Oh, we don't want the Human Rights Tribunal to come after me. Sorry. Well, Bi- uh, biopic. I think it is biopic. Maybe just the grammar police. Biopic. I think it's biopic. Who gives a shit? It, is, done with- it is biopic. Yeah. I think biopic sounds a lot more medical and, um, you know, studious. Well, I would agree, but it just sounds ridiculous. Biopic, <laughs> biopic, uh, whatever. He's ineligible. You know what I meant. <laughs> tomato, tomato. And Lenny Bruce was a Jew, and he was a and it's addict. Hanukkah. He was a heroin addict. That brings us right back to uh, Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross was a heroin addict. No, obviously he's not because he's a fat pig. But no, but was he at one point? <laughs> no, no. Whoa, hold on. What do you no, mean? No. So Artie it Lang's doesn't. Fat pig. It doesn't at all bring yeah, us yeah, back to yeah, Jeff. Well, he's definitely is. a heroin no, addict. No, I was just trying to roundabout way bring it back to Jeff Ross and. Uh, David so Charles. another Roganism just from this episode, just to add to the list, is the Roseanne Kinnison comparison car accident. Right? They were both hit by the car. Yeah, and um, it's like superpowers. So we'll add that one to the list. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't want to talk about Rosance. We'll just... You don't. Yeah, on. no. Yeah, it's, yeah. It wasn't a point of conversation. It was a... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You should hear him talk about Brett Butler. <laughs> <laughs> so are we done with Dave and uh, Jeff Ross? Oh, gone but not forgotten. Those guys are the best. No, they were great. Uh, David Tell is one of the best. David Tell is the best. And when he dies, it'll be a sad, sad day. Well, let's not talk about and Yeah, God, let's not talk God, about And that. God love him for uh, still smoking. Yeah, he still yeah, yeah. doesn't give a shit. He can't help himself. The, he smoked a lot in the, if you watch it. Yeah, he smoked, yeah. The, I, the conversation of what Halloween costumes you can wear I thought was interesting. Are you intentionally man-spreading at me? <laughs> what is going on that over there? That was aggressive. Yeah, that wasn't was it? Like, holy fuck. And I was, I was just pull your dick out and put it in my mouth. What just, is going on over here? I was trying to here? sneak a peek. Jesus. Mm-hmm. What was the question you asked? I was distracted by your junk. <laughs> the, <laughs> holy uh, fuck. The Halloween Whoa. costume. The Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, the Halloween costumes. Yeah. So, like, you can't dress up as a Nazi. Yeah. But you could dress up as John Wayne Gacy. Yes. Right? Like, it's just levels and of which what's is more acceptable. Which is more offensive? I think John Wayne Gacy is more offensive than so. a Nazi. And that's so. coming from a Jew. I think so, yeah. I agree with you. We need an agreement. Unless Floyd- I don't think... No, we're in disagreement. I don't think either of them are offensive at all. Well, I don't think you want to dress up as a Nazi for Halloween. I just don't... No, I don't think it's in good taste. I mean, I, I, unless I just, you're I dressing up it. as like Colonel Clink or something or whatever that guy's Listen, name was. Listen, you want to dress up uh, like a Nazi at, for Halloween? It, it's a fucking a day for costumes. We're going to pick and choose which... Co- that's crazy to me. No, I, I mean, th- that's my point, but... Um, oh, yeah. Just before Jeff Jeff Ross said the... Sorry. No, please. <laughs> no, jump in. Jeff Ross said the best, best thing about that is like... Uh, you have the you could be offended, but that, that's it or something. I can't remember the quote now. Oh, I ruined it. But well, he, yeah, you're allowed to be offended, but I mean, I don't think it had like, why. I just don't like it, it's fine if you want to be offended. I have no problem with that. But then why turn around and make 
I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think we need to circle back to Kamar's attempt at that quote oh, because you, you that know, was brutal. But, no, I mean, I don't have it written down, but I can guarantee yeah. it wasn't. Uh, he was, you, he but, was but close. You, but you remember the quote. That was, I, I, I probably totally fuck it up, but I think the quote was. No, no, that was it verbatim for sure. Word for word. He hit, he banged that one out of the park. <laughs> I think he said it twice. That's why, <laughs> that's why I don't remember it. Okay. Either way, uh, I just don't, I don't know. Like Jeff Ross. Does, oh, sorry. Again, I'm white, so it's a tough one for me to sit here and be like, nothing is offensive because there's no white thing you could dress up as that would offend me. But does it offend you that you are responsible so there is for zero, bad? There is zero that a person could dress up as that would offend you. Is that what you're saying, Matthew? Because I'd like to play this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Go so if in. somebody dressed up in a Ku Klux Klan costume, that wouldn't offend you? No, I don't think it's in good taste, but it does not offend It doesn't me. offend you because you're not black. I think even if I was black, like it's a day for costumes. So, I mean, it's kind of weird to be like, like, let's Kay. say, hold on. Let's say you're not a dog person and someone shows up dressed like a dog. No, that doesn't offend me. Let's pick something closer to home. <laughs> okay. If somebody dressed up as Tony Danza, would that offend you? <laughs> no, obviously. As Mario? <laughs> like you're As a bowl of spaghetti? <laughs> no, none of that bothers me. Spaghetti. Like, that's what I'm saying to you, Simon. So if someone came to your door dressed like Hitler on Halloween, I keep in mind. I would think it was so funny that that little kid had the balls to dress up as Hitler. You. I would he would get all of my candy there you go now if someone kid came to your house dressed as hitler but on it, like june 14th obviously a little he different gets a whole bowl of candy too no listen Simon keeps a bowl of candy on the off chance that, <laughs> that a nazi shows, shows up, up at my like door a nazi, yeah, yeah for, for hitler sure, oh, i love that that's great stuff but but if a teenager showed up dressed as a nazi i wouldn't think that was so funny I mean, again, do you know what I mean? It's not yeah, funny when an adult, hear me does it. Out. it's only hear funny me when out. a child. Does I it. would never dress up like a Nazi or a KKK member on Halloween. I just think we need to fucking, if we're going to make a day where you're allowed to dress up in a costume, why not just let it fly? Like, I don't get like, <laughs> you know, what I don't it, get it. You know, what is okay though, is okay. a sexy Nazi. Well, a sexy, anything's cool. Sexy, sexy not, John Wayne Gacy, sexy Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Which would be a very interesting outfit. Not really. It's just lingerie with the just the toque. You just wear the. Isn't that what they call it? A toque. Whatever. And for oh, American, I like how you're acting like you don't know what <laughs> like it's I don't, called. Like I haven't like sewed. You don't 50 have of them one in month. the closet. Yeah. The majority of our listeners do not know what it is because they're from America and it's a beanie for you guys down there. But <laughs> what if beanie. what if I dressed as a guy stealing your girlfriend? Kamar, I don't care. Like I said, yeah, I just pull, that, pull that one out, you. pull another one out. Uh, another no, costume? We're still playing this took, game? Well, no, you were the one that seemed like you were going to stump me on it. Well, because I, I only took... had that one lined up in the chamber. Well, yeah. It, it took me two minutes to think of that one. Well, no, so tell me, Simon, what costume truly offends you? Just out of curiosity. Well, I guess the Nazi would probably be as close to... Oh, but, but a zombie, but, a zombie on, Nazi is no, okay. No, but you had a cutoff. You had like an age cutoff. Yeah. So like, Young Nazi, like, okay. <laughs> zombie Nazi, okay. Gotcha. Normal Nazi, I just, I, I, frankly, I don't know why anybody would want to dress up like that. I agree. Yeah. But I also now picture that Simon has one of those, you have to be this tall to ride this ride, but it's like, you have to be shorter than this to dress like a Nazi. That's what he has for Halloween. I'm, I'm making you one of those for sure. I definitely need one of those yeah. if I don't have it. And now I'm going to send a kid dressed to your house as a Nazi in April. And we'll see what And we'll happens. just see if you have a bag of candy waiting for him. Kamar, any costumes that offend you? No. No, for sure. So you're in agreement with me then? 
I, I was uh, I was I never thought it was an issue. Even when it's all the white college kids dressing all up like Chinese people or Mexican people, like. But why are they dressing up like Chinese people or Mexican people? Because they're being racist. And first of all, I just want to say this: this is how my mind works as well. If I saw an Asian dressed as a, and I'm doing air quotes, white person for Halloween, I would laugh. So, I would go up and shake that motherfucker's hand. That'd be hilarious. That would be incredible. Same thing. Like, have you seen Snoop Dogg's Todd character where he does white face? Hi. Snoop Dogg or Todd here. It's one of the funniest. So he can do whiteface. Yeah, but that's because whiteface has no historical. There's no historic like there's no historical, you know, weight behind whiteface. It's not. You can't use it as the same comparison. Blackface has a serious historical connotation to it. Like it was used to. It's terrible. Minstrel shows. That shit was awful. The lips. Ugh. Awful. I think whiteface is hilarious. Kamara's not saying shit. It all it all surrounds the same topic that I mean everyone covered this week. It's just like people got to loosen up. I feel like Kamar is waiting to bring up whatever point <laughs> in a in a. Oh, he's, wait, he's waiting for a Jordan yeah. Peterson point. Yeah, no, yeah. no, or, or an Anthony. No, no, I know point. what he's saying. I think I think you can all lead on to the other one. He also said, like, and I quote, <laughs> uh, Jeff Ross, uh, just like standing up for someone else doesn't make you a good person. You know what I mean? Speaking of standing up for somebody, I think I think we need to again circle back to last week because Matt was right. What a fucking piece of shit Jake the Snake is. You can't talk to Jamie like that. Yeah, oh my God, you you didn't clue in or something? Well, no, I, I mean, I, I just had a whole week to think about it, to, to kind of stew <laughs> yeah, on it. And just like a real piece believe, of crap. I couldn't believe that we sat down here seven days ago we and you guys just breezed over it. Whatever, no, was, whatever number that was, I want to remove it from the index. My position on the way that Jake the Snake spoke to Jamie is that Jamie was loving every minute of it. I'm sure there's some people who talk to Jamie with a tone and Jamie's like, uh, oh, fuck, you shouldn't be doing this. But he was like, ah, no, I I'm think getting that, roasted. By- I think Jamie that loves when, wrestling. when a comedian does it, it's funny. But when Jake the Snake does it, he's just being a dick. And he was Thank being you. a dick yeah. to Jamie. And we should have made a bigger point about it. And that's why I'm taking these minutes. Thank you. Stand up for Jamie. Oh, I thought you were standing up for me. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> oh, my mistake. Matthew, yeah. I will stand up for you any you. day. Yeah. No, I thought I he was really like to stand up at your wedding. I, I was a real day. That's not happening. I think you dropped the ball. That's so rude. I think what? I dropped the no, ball? No, no. I think Simon dropped the ball when uh, you brought it up. He didn't Whoa, say holy anything. shit. <laughs> if I dropped the ball, then you dropped the ball, no. asshole. No, come Kamar still Again, feels the same way. I stayed in Kamar my position. Kamar has, I thought position is not Jamie changed. was really happy because he's a wrestling uh, fan. Yeah, that I got he, it. He likes it. He likes wrestling more than he likes comedy. He was just loving that. It was, uh, my back, my back. Tony threw me under the bus. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally was, see what you're saying, Kamar. You're not a true Jamie fan. Let's move on. What's good wow. for Jamie's is what's good for me. How wow. can you say that? This is getting ugly. You can say the that. The tension I, is palpable. Timestamp it. Timestamp it. What does that mean? Are we moving on officially to JP? Is that what's going on here? That wraps up uh, yeah, that episode. That's it for Dave. Uh, Check it out on Netflix. Two mics. Two bump mics. Yeah, I mean, it, great. It was funny. Their Would shit you was suggest funny. it? It was a good podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to listen to podcasts after listening to us, though. So. What do you give the podcast? I mean, I give out the, of, out of five JPs, I give the podcast like a, a three. Just okay. because I respect these two guys. I mean, frankly, if you if you wanted to hear more about them, go back and listen to when they came on Rogan the first time, you know? 
yeah, three Jamies because I didn't learn anything new about them. Some funny road stories, and it's a, it's a good hang. The Jeff Ross describing that hawk eating the bird <laughs> wasn't enough for the whole podcast, man. It was yeah, hilarious. It was yeah. I don't know. I give it, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I give it three and a half or maybe four. Just, I just, my problem is, that my one problem with these is that often they're pushing something. Like, if it was just the two of them there shooting the shit, I think it would make for better, right, like, better time. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they'd go deeper. Yeah, do you know what I, like, so that's, but other than that, I thought it was a good podcast. I, um, I remember what I wanted to talk about. Um, these two guys totally, I mean, they're both old timers, old time comedians, and they both seem like they totally got like they don't have to compete with other comedians they had nothing but nice things to say about everybody well, that's the only way you can be successful and and i put that into contrast and this is why i had asked you earlier in the week if you had listened to that jeff garland um episode which who i love i mean i think he's a really funny you love guy. His sitcom and you love i like um, his sitcom and i like um curb your enthusiasm yeah but to hear him talk about the younger generation of comics just was like a total turnoff man you don't want to fuck him anymore? Well, I still want to fuck him. I don't want him to fuck me anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he, he brings a bad attitude when he talks about comedy. There's a couple guys. I mean, I just felt like, you know, these two guys got it. They love comedy for sure. Yeah. And I think Jeff Ross helps a lot of comics. Because like I said, when I saw him back at the NAC, Tony Hinchcliffe was opening for him. So he brought Tony Hinchcliffe down because he's a roaster. That's well, like again, seven, they seven brought, years ago. They also brought on a plethora of young and old comedians, like not, you know. Did you guys not? Yeah, right. On their show, there yeah. was a good cross section. Like, yeah. Did you not notice, though, that Jeff Garland was a total prick when he was on that show? Yeah, I disagreed with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, you want to light up another one of those? Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Totally. We're in agreement. So we're moving on to JP then, right? We're done with... Uh, I just well, I, I'm not I'm not certain. Yeah, I think uh, Jeff, I had no Je- other Jeff, points. Jeff Ross, Ross looks like a hippopotamus raped a whale. He looked like a scrotum. I was just trying to roast him because he's a roast master. He is the master. So now I have some roasts on Jeff Ross. My my first one my the eyebrow one is a killer. <laughs> the eyebrow one. <laughs> I I signed that one. He's the only guy who would look better if he shaved his eyebrows. <laughs> it's funny twice. <laughs> It was funny once. Uh, it was good. All Someone right, going to so answer my fucking question? Oh, what was the question? Yes. Yeah. Are we on. moving on? We are Holy moving on. It's fuck. over. Let's go. Unreal. It's like I'm not even here. No, you're here, man. You're the it's host. J-R-E-E with fucking Simon and Kamar and some other asshole. That's why I actually think you are a host and not just we are all hosts. Fuck. Why? Because I keep this train moving? Exactly. All right. So. Uh, engineer. By far Simon's favorite podcast of the week. I can't decide. Are you being sarcastic or like... Simon hates Jordan Peterson. We, no, he we, doesn't we, hate we, it. We've decided this week after week. He, think, he thinks he's self-serving. I don't hate his message, but fuck, can I not stand that guy? <laughs> um, like, I don't disagree with a lot of what he's saying. Some of it I do wholeheartedly. I still contend. Can you, off the top of your head, without looking at your notes, what's something that you wholeheartedly disagree with them with because i know there's stuff i do too but i'm just trying to wonder i don't know i i'll i i'd have to remind myself okay no that's of, fine uh, i was just wondering if off the top of your head oh you that's something, something i wholeheartedly disagree yeah, with disagree with yeah you know what like i said that it's not so much his message it, like his message you know break it down to the most simple of terms is 
exactly what I wrote to Jesse, right? Like be a nice guy, try hard. And I just saved you a hundred hours of really boring podcast, you know? Yeah, Jesse. <laughs> but um, no, I, what, I, what I think, what's the name of the, I can't get started because <laughs> we haven't said the name of the actual podcast. Said, oh, you said Jordan Peterson, Simon's favorite episode. Twelve, number twelve oh eight. Where Jordan Peterson? Oh, I, I think Jesus it's Jesus Christ. It's his fourth time on, I believe, for fifth. Simon, you would know better. Uh, you know, I didn't check that actually. Oh, and did you take numbers on any? Um, we couldn't do bump, bumps we couldn't do bumps week? on them because I, they I, all have very high numbers. I looked at some bumps, but the Miriam Nakamoto she bumped twenty thousand. But no, no, no. After, she after doubled. Me. She went from twenty to forty. Twenty to forty. We looked at so, the true Rogan. So the she had the bump. true Rogan bump, and yes. where we developed our theory that if you have a hundred thousand followers, it's not going to go yeah, up. It, that it gets big. exponentially lower the more followers, the more followers you, have. you have. So yeah. if you started with ten million, you can't realistically go on Joe Rogan and then have twenty million. That doesn't make sense. Chances are half those people or all those people follow already, Joe Rogan already exactly. or whatever. So. The idea was that if you had like ten thousand. You would get to twenty and you know up to a certain point. You will so du- we we proved it with the the female MMA uh, girl. She went up. She doubled. Right. Sorry, not to. So, no, no, no. That's a good point to bring up. David, we got to keep these things <laughs> rolling. We got to keep them true. David Tell was not. <coughs> David Tell was hundred and five k. After he was one hundred and seven k. But again, I would assume anyone that listens to yeah. Rogan knows who David. It Tell doesn't is make already. a difference at that point. Like Matt's absolutely right. It yeah. only matters for these guys who don't have a lot. That's the whole point. Yeah, of that the was Rogan the point effect. of the Rogan bump. Like if we went on, you know, because once he's made you, it doesn't really matter, right? Jordan Peterson's go. not getting a bump from him. Well, it's also his fifth time on, so we couldn't even do a proper yeah. it, fourth or fifth. We haven't decided. I but. really feel though that Jordan Peterson is suffering from the. Uh, Bert Chrysler syndrome of so, believing his own hype. I think that can happen to a lot of people. I'm going to jump in here real quick because because uh, I should do I, it. I actually to check the bump. I went to Jordan Peterson's Instagram because I don't follow him because I I really only follow skateboarding and people that actually take photos. I don't give a shit about your life, which is weird because you are his demographic. Uh, you know, yeah, white, white male male yeah. who doesn't have his life together. Underachieving. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I, I wasn't going to say that. That's fine. Um, I was just going for a cisgendered white male. Yeah, yeah, no, and that all that's all that's true. Who doesn't have their shit together? I, I did not that. say that. Oh, no, 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 Jesus no, Christ, Kamar! No, 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 no. hammer this home. So, <laughs> Floyd, get your shit together, man. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Whose basement are we doing this in, asshole? No, I, I keep. Yeah, most guys don't have. Most guys live in a basement. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, a basement of a house. That he lives Thank you, in. Simon. Clarifying that it's not necessarily you don't have your shit together, but that is um, the demographic. His potential audience is, yes. is, is my byline. Carry on, though. I, I well, no. So let's also let's also start with a matrix moment. Let's also start with a matrix moment. I mentioned it. Not that it was really made. I mentioned that it was uncomfortable because he makes self help books for white males, and that's exactly what they said on the show. Absolutely. But I think the major uh, Matrix moment is the fact that we're fucking arguing about Jordan Peterson and unannounced, he's a guest on the Joe Rogan show. Well, that's not that surprising. He's always, they're, they're like friends now. He's always. Come on. Friends. And they talked about blueberries twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. They definitely mentioned blueberries multiple times. <laughs> no, man. It was, uh, oh, I totally forgot about that. I what, didn't. I what, was, he beat me to the punch. What, totally. He what totally were beat your me to the words? Punch. What do you mean? No, I was just like in my Kam- head. I Kamar's was like, was lumber jacket, yeah. and no, uh, I don't. I don't remember what you mine were, was. You were bagels. Was I bagels? No, because bagels come up all the time. 
Because they use different water for the bagels and the pizza. We got to start using this fucking whiteboard. It's sitting there and we don't use it for shit. We should have written down our, well, blueberries and blueberries is pretty redundant. If if somebody could uh, Twitter us or something and let us know from last week. Can one of our 10 listeners please (laughs) please contact us, please? That's really funny. Yeah, I hate to uh, fuck up the whole order here, but I forgot to say that uh, David Talon, Jeff Ross is better than Shane Dorian. Yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> Back to Jordan Peterson. I, I disagree with that. Boom. Wow. Hold on, though. See, this That's is good. somewhere where I wish I had taken notes. It was just, I was working when I listened to this one, it's and it was beca- long. It's because it's someone you don't know. That's it. Here, Simon. The second Shane Dorian would be worst. I got more I information yep. out of the Shane yep. Dorian. I understand your criteria. This one was funnier. I understand. Yeah. That's I don't right. know how we're judging it. You ju- it's subjective. Okay, back to JP. Sorry about that interruption. Uh, yeah, I felt like they touched on a, just way too much for me to even have tried to take notes on this one. They touched on a lot. And it. I know that you, Simon always feels as if they only talk about the same things every time. Uh, but this one felt a bit different. This one actually, I enjoyed this one a lot. Oh, he's in the saddle. Jordan Peterson is calling the shots. I uh, I thought, it, you want to know why he, 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 it makes no sense to you? Because you do every shit together, and his advice is so basic and stuff. You're like, why are you telling me this? No, that that is not well, that's, why. That's I, again, that's I don't mind the message. I don't have my shit together. Wait, we didn't even let me finish either. I didn't get my point through. I went on his Instagram. Sorry. Because sorry. I will, no, that was where we got sidetracked, me being a piece of shit. Um, I went on his Instagram. Underachiever. Yeah, so that was it. I went on his Instagram. Um, I went on his Instagram, and he takes a alarming amount of selfies. Oh, okay. For like a 50-year-old. I just gave it back to you. You have passed it, yes. We should just always tell him he hasn't passed it. It makes him feel terrible. He takes an alarming amount of selfies for a man in his, what I assume, 50s who's a psychologist. So I'm fully with you in that. Are they just all him with meat? No, no, it's just like steaks. He's no, eaten. It's no. just like legit selfies before a show, but it it speaks kind of to what you say. Like I, oh, the Burt Kreischer. Listen, when no, he, I just think the guy he is obviously very self involved. He also mentioned multiple times on the podcast, like YouTube views and YouTube comments and this, that, and the next, and like he's and obviously how, he, how he's made this whole movement of young men dressing up in suits and coming to his shows and competing with him on who can wear the best suit. Like, come on, man. He's also come on. Well, I'm just saying, listen, I find your disdain for him very, very odd. It seems for someone who, like you just said, you were like, I agree with most of what he says. I I disagree wholeheartedly with some, but you seem angry about really weird stuff. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're in for a treat then, because I got a bunch of pages of just being angry about this. Oh, let's hear it. But how how can you, you you don't marvel when he talks about like... um, like the stories of the Bible, you know what I mean? Like did someone just make that stuff up? Like, and some of the stories are important lessons that, that, that we, we hold as truths in, in, in our existence. You you know what I mean? Like, is that just, that's just a coincidence that that this book happened. So that, that, that made me uh, think like, um, can you help me out there? Matthew? It bridges between religion and uh, science. You know what I mean? No, not really. But well, I kind of see where you're going. I, I think you. I think a lot of it is a stretch. Like I think you can take a lot of stories and equate them to today in some fucking way, shape, or form. If you really stretch it out, but like, like again, it's like Melville and they're fucking- all stories about being good and not being bad. Like I just, yeah, well, that's just that we just learned that way. Like why, why aren't the stories of being bad and not good? 
There are. Well, no, but it's just the general archetype. Of I like, don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. Stories, like, where do stories come from? Like, starting from uh, painting on a wall and something, like, was what, what was that story time to be good or bad? Like, just communicating stories, how stories are built to how we tell a story now. Like, you, you know what I mean? I don't like a lot of his biblical shit. I did watch his 14-hour lecture on Pinocchio. Well, that was interesting. As weird as that sounds to say out loud. It, it, it's just his bottom line. That it, that we, have sto- we as human beings need stories and there has to be a good and a bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just, why is that? Why, why is it just always works out that way? Because like that's said, human nature. Yeah, but like I said, Simon, my problem is that you... And, and from the beginning... Sorry, Matt. Sorry, just one second. From the beginning of time, that's how it works because that's how man works. Exactly. Right. But which? But that has nothing to do with religion, and it has nothing to fucking do with Jordan Peterson. You know? Well, a- everything we we know has to do with religion, like Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Like, it, just in our existence, and you can say I don't actually believe in God and all this stuff, but it's still like, it's just like you are who you are because you watch Calvin Klein commercials. Like, you can't say who you'd be if you'd never seen a Calvin Klein commercial. Does that that doesn't make sense? Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I just don't in, know how it makes sense to the conversation we're having. You in your life heard Bible stories before you were able to have critical thinking knowledge. And so there's just stories to you. Those are stories that like you just hold on because most of them we equate as stories. And someone who t- told you that story a different way, you'd be like, no, that's not the story. But, but th- he's just saying that these stories have just been around forever. And that's these stories are why we are who we are. Uh, and I totally agree with and that. He, and he, then he thinks all stories come from the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's his theory. And and I agree so just that the think. Bible is just stories, so it's one of the first storybooks. Okay, then what was the first storybook? What what stories did people listen and then do the Bible? That'd I don't be know, interesting. Maybe things that were actually happening at the time. They were talking about dinosaur sports or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. I just want to know, Simon. I want to... So I guess my issue is... Yeah, sorry about that, man. No, 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 don't don't apologize. My issue is, like I said, I just the disdain seems overly high. Well, here, like it's like you're angry that he's gotten rich off writing a book that again is like for all intents and purposes, you're just angry that the message seems simple. But you bought the book, right? I am not. I again, well, I own the book. Yeah. I bought it. That's neither um, here nor there. I mean, you can buy. A I book. did. I did not read the whole thing. Uh, I I could not read. I, it. I read I a very read small a portion of, of his it. book. Um, sorry, just to go back to Matt for a second. My disdain is not at all. I think we'll find out <laughs> in a little bit. Yep, is not at all with what he's saying. It is absolutely with him. Yeah, I know. So that's but that's my so like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, that's my problem. So, like, what is it about him that bothers you so much? I, he seems totally disingenuous to me. Hmm. He seems totally disingenuous. What? Yeah. No way. After three hours, how could someone just like? Whoa, he, hold on. I've listened to a lot more than three hours of this guy. And when does he falter and not act like he acts? My question though is this: like, I've seen. I guess my for me, Simon, I've seen the guy debate like, oh God, I don't know, maybe a hundred people now. Just hear me out, and it. It genuinely seems like he's not like when he debates people, he doesn't seem like uh, an asshole at all. He doesn't see, like, he seems very level headed and he seems like he genuinely wants to 
get the right message out there. I or no, but he, no, not. Even, I wasn't even going to say that. Oh, it seems like he wants to like hear what the other person has to say, and maybe not so much change their mind, but get to the bottom of where they're coming from. I don't know. I guess I, that's how I look at the guy. I don't. I feel one way or the other about him. I'm not like pro Jordan Peterson. I'm also not. But I just seem. It seems like you have a large amount of disdain for him. So I just wanted to know yeah, where that came from. Again, I don't. I, I think it's because you paid him money. You know, like you have skin in the in the match. <laughs> no, you, man. You held like him along his way, and I'll say this in in criticism of Jordan Peterson: if he's making a lot of money, he can get his teeth fixed because it looks like a bag of hickory sticks. <laughs> But now after listening to this, Kamar, you can safely say that you were wrong about the argument that we had. Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> like, we'll just notch that one on to Simon's Uh-oh. head post. Because, because he said you got to make uh, hay while the sun is shining at the beginning? No, because no, he, he said my I have team, a team is doing this yeah, and my and li- team and thanks is to Live doing Nation that. And yeah. But I still think those pe- those that, that team okay, approached him. Listen, if you can't even admit that that's the end of that. I will um, still say, Simon, I guarantee you there are schools and places that do contact his I, people. And, I totally agree. Yeah, that's and awesome. he needs and then while he's in that city, they organize, you know, four or five other shows or whatever. Listen, we're not going to argue about this again. I was just hoping Kamar would, uh, would throw a little love my way. No, no, I, 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 he got me, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, there'll be a time when he will not sell out arenas for sure. So yeah, probably you strike while the iron's hot. Make hay while well the sun But anyway, so what he's trying to say is that all our existence is based on religion. And if you were like to try to get uh, rid of religion, what would you do instead? You know what I mean? Who'd figure that out in relation to people who are trying to get rid of the patriarchy or all these hierarchies? Like they're trying to get rid of it, but they don't know what they would do. All these things that are the systems. You guys didn't get that? Just <laughs> Simon, let's hear your let's hear two angry notes right off the bat. Um, well, f- before that, yeah. uh, do you guys agree that Joe really helped this guy's career? Like, think about it. Think about no, it. No, me and you had this argument. No, that no, he I was don't think so. that he was famous before. Agreed. Joe, him going on Joe Rogan that first time, and then the five subsequent times, I think has been nothing but amazing for this guy's career. And when I say career, I mean like Hollywood career. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, what do you mean? Hold on. What do you mean? Hollywood career? I'm very interested. I mean in like no longer being famous for being a psychologist and now being famous for being a guy who's out doing tours and shit. You know, the, the only thing he's famous for is being on Joe Rogan. No, but the weird thing, Simon is like, like, <laughs> You act like he's going on like a rock tour. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he, no, he is no, totally he is going totally on a rock not. tour. He goes, is, wait, is, he is totally on a rock no, tour. No, he is absolutely not. He goes he's and hitting talks. forty cities. Yeah, that's great. That's not. But like again, you act like I mean, he's I don't drinking think he's out there. Forty with, of no, Jack Daniels no, and I, doing coke and banging a hooker. Absolutely after the, not. Like that's he's not literally going on a tour of like a hundred cities with his wife, and they take terrible pictures at like monuments. And I just, I, I don't know. I would say if you ask Jordan Peterson uh, 10 years ago, is this possible? He'd say, no, you're insane. You're insane. You're insane. I'm calling the police. If someone went up to Jordan Peterson and said, in like a couple of years, you're going to be sold out tours. The whole world is going to hear you think he'd go, you're mad, sir. You know what? He, he's that annoying person on the lake, eh? <laughs> Who pulls up with his boat and just tries to tell you facts for too long. But I know that... Um 
people are saying that he's like, uh, you know, he's speaking to angry men. And I, I'm saying that in air quotes. That is what is said. To me, he comes across as an angry man. I think he comes across very thoughtful. I've I've heard him. Yeah, his, I feel like fault. you've. I mean, I've heard that propaganda a lot that he's like an angry white man. I mean, that's what that black. What's that black dude's name? That's that yelled that called him that during that uh, Eric Dyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, you didn't. You saw that for sure. He was having a debate with Stephen Fry against two people, Eric Dyson, whatever. Yep. Yeah, and he said, "You're an angry white man." Yep. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't. And then you just regurgitated that line. Well, word I didn't for mean. Word. I didn't know. I did yeah, not. No, yeah, you did. Yeah, no, pretty much. <laughs> Can we go back? Can we rewind that a second? <laughs> I, he's just a Canadian curmudgeon. Like I know so many yeah, guys like I mean, Jordan Peterson. I he just doesn't know. seem like I, I don't know. Whatever. I, he's I, not a rock star. I'm not gonna sit here and just bash the guy because again, no, I think like he Simon, has some I mean, really good. Did you ideas. watch it all? But did even, you watch it at all? The actual podcast? No, no Simon I, doesn't I don't watch them. You know, he's got a big beard now, eh? Well, I saw the picture of him. Okay. Yeah. Like, even in that Kathy Newman interview, he, uh, I don't know, he just came across as like, he even says, he's like, I'm, you're making this pretty awkward. Like, I'm trying to, and he's all smiles, and I don't really see him, I just don't yeah, really see you know him super I'm, angry. I'm being too hard on him, because really, mostly, I just find him boring. Absolutely. Sure, which absolutely. is fine. You're right. That's you're right. fine. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. he bores me so wholeheartedly yeah, that I have fine. nothing left but to like try and find faults with <laughs> okay, him because well, that's I'm fine. so bored by the shit he's talking Fair about. Fair enough. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I just watched him with uh, Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro. I, you, I saw you, that you recommended if that If you to want to hear something interesting talk, and they're all pro-religious. So oh, a, which is oh so how does that 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 reminds me how does joe listen to all that religion shit he spouts because we all know what joe's view on religion is like he makes fun of people when they're uber religious but he never makes fun of jordan peterson he respects his views too much and and, and he, well you see where i'm coming from though yeah man? but i was They've gone the, down the hole no what i was gonna say was just I, he he doesn't push. It's very simple. He doesn't push religion on you, and it doesn't even. If you're really, if you're really paying attention, it's almost like he's not talking about religion in a religious he way. He's just it. using the archetype of like. Mm. It's his constant example. <laughs> There's another curmudgeon right oh, there. Fuck. <laughs> Which again reminds me. Did you hear his noise of consent? His noise. Of the consent. the noise Jordan Peterson made when he agreed with something Joe was oh, saying. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I, I, it sounded like he was having like a hard time no, no, breathing got, and he was burping yeah it was super weird man yeah, i did i did pick up on it that. went on all episode no he's super interesting <laughs> <laughs> oh kamar's the best but no i have never watched any of those 14 hour stuff you guys i've 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 put them on to go to sleep but uh yeah it sounded like a muffled cough it, it uh, goes but i mean I don't know. He looks skinny, but I don't know if he looks healthy. He's holding on. He's eating a lot of meat. He only eats All meat. All eats. But you found and this salt. episode different than the last time Jordan Peterson was on? I did, yeah. I found them very similar. 
I mean, maybe it just all kind of turns into like a buzz of. Well, let's keep in mind too. That's why you're just hearing white noise. Like he comes on, and you just hear fucking wee. (laughs) Well, no, I think I think like Charlie Brown's mom. Yeah, just wop 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 wop. I I think prior episodes were more about the because it all started like you're here because you fought the. They were more controversial, and now it's more really about his more specific about the gender. And Jordan Peterson can talk about any topic for fucking. 20 hours yeah, yeah listen he's a smart guy whether, but on you, this, lo- whether you like him or not but he it, is a very smart level guy. he's way smarter than you, i'll ever you be. can't have preferences without prejudices that like got me thinking like crazy because that is so true you but that was it see some like right there there i think there was a bunch of shit he said that just twisted my mind so much that like i think that's the problem with jordan peterson is you miss a lot because mm-hmm. your mind sits there stuck on like oh, the one thing he said like yeah you're like holy fuck I gotta wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> get caught and then up. you just miss the rest and you feel like a dullard I think that's part of the problem too like a lot of the time when I listen to him talk it's the same thing with like sometimes Sam Harris I'm just like fuck like how fucking stupid am I but wait uh, which I'll talk about hold every on. podcast let's go do. back to that for a second you can't have preferences without prejudices yeah. So you can't that, like something without hating something else yeah, or without makes... disliking or something else. Or to compare else. to that it better than. Uh, better so than. So think about, think about. Less than. Think about how many things I must fucking love. Yeah, you're hitting lists because you hate everything. <laughs> um, but it also goes to. Uh, That's very funny, Matt. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it, all, it also goes that like we need discrimination. You, you know what I mean? Like you can't eradicate discrimination. Well, it's that it's there regardless. Exactly. But there are people just through you being good exists something being bad. Like I was thinking about that today, like anti-bullying stuff is like, it's our nature to bully. It should be uh don't bully. It should be stand up for yourself. Be proud. Like whatever. No, I, I mean, come on. Like bullying isn't good, whether it's in our nature. So, lots of things are in our nature that shouldn't be reinforced at a young age. Like discrimination. Like Exactly. Yeah. But so it, it's in our nature. You, all I'm saying, you can't eliminate it. You just can't eliminate it. But there are people who are trying to eliminate it. And those are like the, the crazy left people. Well, it was like him talking about equality and how like if you let's say you go to school and you get a degree, you're creating inequality. But no one would say that's a bad right. thing. No. But it's the proper inequality. Well, but again, it's, you, you know what I mean? Like you have, and again, he talked about hierarchies forever. Like the whole idea that they're not so bad that they obviously create a bottom. Well, no, like he said, there has to be people at the bottom. Uh, listen, I absolutely agree. I mean, yeah. l- it, look at it in the animal kingdom, right? Of like course, there, it's the most everywhere. simple way yeah. to see it. It'd be like we're us, just animals. It'd be like so, us. Uh, yeah. Us, the the bleeding hearts trying to change us is like us going into uh, stopping bears from hunting. Well, it goes back to Weinstein. What did Weinstein say? There's serious consequences to us being apes. It goes back to that. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And then the fundamental thing is that there's all these people trying to change the way it is or, or they want to change it. They want to end well, they discrimination. Just don't want, they just don't want us to be what we are. They want to get rid of nature. prejudice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But they, 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 and they may not even realize that. They think they're just doing good, but they're trying to get rid of something that they don't know what. Well, no, I think also from our, maybe be. you can look at it like they're trying to evolve. Like they think that we can force evolution. Yes, absolutely. And I don't think they can. And that there's consequences to it. We don't know that we can't, though. We've never really had the connection as far as uh, like 
being able to connect with everyone around the world at once. We're almost there. I know we are. So that's what I'm saying is you, we may be able to find a way to evolve quicker now that we have like a a more unified way of communicating. Well, aren't we evolving quicker? Like, pro- I, like don't, I don't, Twitter? dude. You're asking the stupidest no, person. No, no, but I, I mean, I, I think we are. With Twitter and Instagram? Like, Maybe. That's getting Maybe close we're devolving. Then. Who knows? And Twitter isn't like uh, the sides don't even... You, people could agree on stuff and they don't even know they hate each other for something else. Some yeah. other issue. Oh, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? So the Twitter mob isn't... Well, like, usually uh, when you join a tribe, you hate whatever they hate and you like whatever they like. And then and they talked about that a lot too, the whole identity politics and the tribe thing. And Well, I mean, that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but it, you know, where does it end? That's what Jordan Peterson was talking about is we create, you know, okay, there's men, there's women, there's black, there's white, but then you become a subset of that, you know, well, I'm a, I'm, you know, a black amputee or, you know what I mean? And then where does it end? Like well, who I mean, is, who cares where it ends? No, but his point was it, it ends with a lot of people dying. I no, it, that's, that's his point was that when you like, where does the, where, you don't get to the bottom. There's always someone who's more discriminated against and that, that becomes, and Joe always says it becomes currency. You know what I mean? It's, it's a victim Olympics. Simon looks so enthralled. No, I sorry, I just I, I got lost for a second there. At how we got to where we got? But well, because they uh, they talked about all this on the. Oh, I I know that. Yeah. I, but I thought we were talking about something else. Well, it all just it all it all spushes. It's together. all just no mental problem. diarrhea after a while with Jordan Peterson. But again, like I I gotta stress, I don't necessarily have a problem with what he's saying. I'm it's, aware of that. It's more in his delivery. Yeah, yeah. And that's oh, yeah. Fine. It's, it's so it's it's the 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 media, not the message. Is that? Uh... And <laughs> do do you think uh, it, it's like the first time you heard him to now? The first time was the most bearable. Like uh, this Jordan Peterson. I mean, I hated him right from the start. From I, the get-go. I really didn't understand. You think he's a cunning. what the big deal was? You no, that's a, more the case. Yeah. I didn't get what I See, get. My, it. Like I when he has you, like Eric Weinstein on, I get it. That guy is like the smartest dude ever, and I get why Joe thinks he's the smartest dude ever. I'm not but sure. See, that's I understand. so weird to me because they all sit at the same table, like. Like Kamar said, Eric Weinstein opens up for Jordan Peterson, which doesn't mean shit. It just means he has more fans. But hold on, hear me out. They all sit at the same intellectual table, so it's not like I think your introduction to Jordan Peterson, like Weinstein, smarter than Peterson. I just find the uh, it's maybe, a broader a broader source of material where Jordan Peterson has kind of a set parameters yeah. of yeah, but again, Jordan, but Jordan Peterson is a psychologist That's, whereas hey, hear me out but I Eric Weinstein it. is a physicist mathematician well so. Eric Weinstein talks about a hell of a lot more than physics and mathematics he's like just a brilliant he's dude smarter who than can Peterson. talk sure, about I'm not, absolutely I don't care Peterson. whether he's smarter or and, not and it's not a contest as to who's smarter my dad can oh, beat it's your a contest. up and that's all there is to it you know <laughs> no but what I was saying was what well, you didn't let me say your introduction to him was what the first time he was on Joe Rogan that was the first time. That was the first time I had heard him talk. Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe I had heard him in the news because of the the transgender thing yep, before yep. that, and just hadn't paid any attention to it because that's just not something I care about. I don't know. My first introduction was him arguing with a bunch of wild transgender students outside Ryerson, and he got assaulted. And I think if that was your first introduction to him, you might have felt a little bit different because he was true. literally just outside of the school trying to have like a civil debate. And he, they called him out to do this. It's like, okay, 
Yeah, and he came talk. out. He came, and then, and, and then they literally assaulted him. It was Evergreen College. It was Evergreen College all over again. So, and, and I don't think that was good. I think no, that's but I'm bad. saying my point is, if you had, if that, either way, I don't know why I'm even trying. <laughs> no, but if Jordan Peterson talked about animals fucking, oh, then he'd be uh, a shoe yeah, in. Maybe something <laughs> <a little laughs> more, more interested. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And uh, well, if Jordan Peterson knew about arm bars or fighting. All right, you know what? I mean, we have a mutual don't, friend don't, that said but, Jordan Peterson was nothing but a terrible troll this weekend. That's what he said. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, so, oh, right, yeah. I mean, I, I, okay, I mean, I'm good, La La Land. I'm no, kind, no, you I'm know, kind of don't worry. So I just don't want to say their name on the. But yeah, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think he's just some fucking troll. I don't think he's a troll at all, and I, I don't think he posed any harm to anybody. Uh, although people, the left will tell you that he's like a really bad person. He's like a annoying teacher on the lake, bad teeth guy. Like I just think it's dangerous to be calling people like him a Nazi. No, it's impossible to call him a Nazi. That's, and that is not my contention. No, I know it's not yours. No, no, no. I know is, it's right? not. But when I just, when I hear that, I'm like, wow, we live in a fucking backwards yeah, world. Yeah, no. That you is, can dislike him. So, you can so dislike wrong, him. Yeah. And you can dislike his politics. I'm, I have no problem with that. But, to label it's just it's, well it's like i don't think you understand what nazism is, is jordan i don't necessarily think he's a troll either per se i i i mean i i i guess if i really think about what he meant by that uh i think he was just i think he meant that he's just like uh he doesn't like him I he's think like a provocateur he and he's being well no gavin mckinnis is a provocateur yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to him we'll get, yes we will yeah, yes we will yes we will but i'll tell you that like this is like jordan um Peterson is for no Nazis, but all Nazis are for Jordan Peterson. But that's not like him. He didn't. He, that's not his plan. He's not. But I'm sure there's white supremacist groups that use his uh, speaking points to go back to religion. And uh, then these reporters say all these all white guys are like uh, your fans. But that, he had no intention of that. And I don't know if that's necessarily that's a, that's an assumption you're making. That he wants to be that no, I've, those, I, that those people I've flock heard, uh, to him. I, oh no, I'm just saying. No, not all Republicans are racist, but all races are Republicans. Is is the joke? Is it a joke? <laughs> well, no, it's it, somebody else's joke. It's the it's the exact same joke. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are we moving on? Are we done with JP? No. Oh, you have yes. Simon's got <laughs> Simon's got. Yeah. A few no. Meters. No. Here we go. The, I. This is scary. Deep waters of Jordan Peterson. Deep, um, oh yeah, deep we could waters. we could do it to our You can tell on this. a lot about a person by how they play games. I thought that was an interesting idea because I am a very poor loser. <laughs> so what does too. that say about too. me? Yeah. And that we play games and we need to have winners. Meaning, how do you take winning and how do you take losing? And if that game is a microcosm of life, if you're cheating in that game, like he gives the example of the woman is playing. I don't know, remember. I think it was a woman. Was no, no, playing it was golf. The, no, no, it was the husband was playing. And oh, she, the she wife saw, saw him, him cheat. Saw the other like, guy cheating and said, "Don't go into business." But hold with on, that guy. He cheats at golf. Simon. That means he cheats in business, uh, which I don't necessarily uh, think is true because everybody cheats at golf. So that's what that woman doesn't know. Well, no. What I was going to say, everybody is this. cheats at golf. What I was going to say is this, though: is like I hate losing. I'm a terrible, terrible loser, but I will not cheat. Like I would rather, right. I would rather lose a hundred times out of a hundred. Than have to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. So, 
And I don't think everyone cheats at golf. Unless the game involves cheating. I, I disagree with that, Kamar. What do you mean? Unless the You're game? telling me that you've never cheated in the game of golf. I've said I've probably taken strokes. I should have taken. Listen. You're like cheating in the wrong favor? Yeah. No, I disagree. Kamar's also the only person I've seen golf. drive down no, the ninth I think, green. I, yeah, right, so. I, I think so. you cheat at golf. And that's what you're just saying. We all do it. <laughs> he's, he's trying to get it. I definitely yeah. have yeah. cheated at there you golf. Go. You're trying to get. I, I'm just not above admitting it. And what's and sad, this is like a rose joke. You'll never be able to cheat at golf again. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> now I can cat, only yeah. watch from the sidelines. And say they're cheating. As you all cheat at golf. Or I can turn to whoever I'm sitting with and be like, you see that? He just cheated. He's cheating, yeah. No, but it's true. Like I told my nephew the other day, he was I can't remember, he was playing like Fortnite or something. And I was like, listen, buddy, I'm glad you're having fun. He had just lost. I go, I'm glad you're having fun. And people are going to tell you throughout your whole life that it's all about having fun and that's all that matters. And he goes, yeah, and it is. And I go, no, that's total bullshit. <laughs> it's all about winning. I go, having fun is super important for sure. It's probably number two, but winning is by far the reason you're out here to do anything winning's the funnest thing of the ball there is nothing better than winning. video games really builds that into these kids at an early age now because you don't need sports to teach that to them anymore right because you get that instant satisfaction from winning and losing on these video games well, i i find with my son anyways you know like he's so they get super competitive but when th- they're playing Fortnite. yeah you know? but i think there's something like there's something that lacks in the video games as someone who plays uh, again a lot. because it's so instantaneous because you can start a new game and then have that same you know reaction again so quickly i think is what um no but my point was little. more no what demeans it is the it's it's i'm not sure demeans is the word but well, maybe demeans but it's it's solo that's the problem for the most part I mean, I guess he plays a lot of like team game type stuff. Oh, yeah, they're well, all but playing why together. Can, why can't you be competitive in uh, solo? I don't know. What I'm saying is, sport sport more teaches like the like at least how I would look at it. It teaches more like the team dynamic and winning with a group and how winning with a group. I personally find that winning with a group is more. I like it more than winning alone. That's why you're here, buddy. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Do you, would, would you obviously disagree? With oh, I mean, I agree with both. I, I played both, so... I, no, what I'm asking... I just think you, winning and losing is the important part of the conversation. No, you know? I agree, but I'm saying, like, for me, I just find that when I win with a group of people, it feels better than if I just win on my own. I, yeah. Yes, yes, because you're sharing that win with other people, but it feels good to win on your own because you did everything. You didn't coast through on somebody else's coattails, you no, know? No, of course, yeah. So I don't know. There's something to be said for... I, I always gravitated the like, personally the towards games where I was the only one who was accountable. I didn't want to be accountable for the wins and losses of other people. So I didn't want my mistakes to cost us the the big volleyball game or whatever. I was much more into like tennis where it was all on me. And if I made the mistake, then I was to blame. And if I got the victory, then that was on me as well. Yeah, but I always liked... I don't know. I always liked the pressure. And I was always a prick. Like, I was real quick to be like, you fucked that up. But, I, I'm not, but. <laughs> the best team. Hold on. But I was also super quick to, like, stand up and be like, that was all my bad. I fu- I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'll roast myself before anyone. But I was, I'm also very capable of being like, wow, you fucked that one up big time. Again, I, yeah. I, I just think it was easier for me to take that loss when it was just me than mm-hmm. have a, other people angry at me right yeah, i didn't yeah. i didn't like that part of it that i think be, this is very telling of both of us kamar's not even saying anything he's just no, no, a people no. pleaser I, if you if you guys were gonna ask me what am i i'd be like i am the best loser i know 
Kamar like, is a very like, good like, loser. I don't care about winning and losing. Like I, I don't get ah from winning or losing. Well, hold on, I'm not. I a, do love playing the game. Well, wait, you I will do say like this. winning. I will say this. I'm not like a bad. Like if I lose to you, I'm not going to be like fucking Kamar and, and storm off. What I mean is just like I absolutely fucking despise losing. I'm. It, I get. It drives me well absolutely insane on the inside. I want you to do the comedy competition this year. Don't do it. What really bothers me is when people. Why I'll win. I want to fucking win. Then do it. Yeah, but if you don't win, it's you, it doesn't make you feel good. Well, I'm probably not going to feel good, but I'm going to enter on the under the guise I'm going to fucking win. I think I think you win it because because the first two shows. If you just get people out, you're into the finals. I don't want to do it that way. I'm not bringing it. Oh, yes, out. you do want to do it that way. You do. Trust me. Is that cheating? Is it is that cheating. cheating. Is that yes, a game? That's is, cheating. Is that a game? So here's the game. You're five funniest people and people got to judge for them and you can bring the people to judge. It's not cheating. It's just a really stupid way to judge it's who's marketing. the best comedian. It's marketing. It's marketing. So that's it. I Right? Like, do I, you even want to be involved in a competition that is... Just like that's not they're not no, judging me on out. how funny you Hold are. On, they're judging on whether you have more friends than that other guy has. So that's the first two rounds, and then the final round is a whole week, and there's no way anyone could get people. So you have to you have to, but to get in, you have to get in so the finals. So just to getting into the finals is a and the first night popularity the first contest. night is all judges, no people. So they decide the top five of nine. Wait, and, hold on. There's no crowd it's just five judges you're doing comedy in front of? no there's a crowd oh, no, no, no. there's oh. a crowd they're, they're not judging but only gotcha. only the five judges make the decision gotcha and then five people go through to tuesday night mm-hmm. and then it's tuesday and wednesday mm-hmm. and if you pack the crowd you get in the finals mm-hmm. and that's the best way to do it because anything can happen and other people are going to try to do that and then once you get in the finals it's i think it's tuesday to sunday that just feels gross. You're shows, certainly not getting the best of the best going into that final competition. Two That's shows. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't matter. It, we're, we're, listen, okay. if I've just decided it's not a real competition, then what do I fucking care anyway? And it's like, yeah, whatever. I, what do I care? I have no skin in yeah. this game. <laughs> Sirius XM. Yeah, you do. Because if I make it big, JREE makes it big. Sirius nice. XM is, uh, they give $25,000 every year. Holy fuck. But you got to you gotta do a set and send your video in. Mm. And then they pick finalists, and then you got to get uh, as many likes on your video to get in the finals. Possible. Wow! So, w- w- what does that remind you of? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They want right. you to do the work. They want you to bring traffic to the place. So that's just one way to do it. But it, I don't think it's cheating. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't it's cheat. Just a shit system. I love winning. I feel horrible when I cheat. Simon, I feel really what, bad. what are you cheating, Kamar? In games, Golf. In, games. <laughs> in, in games like board games, you mean? I don't like, even. Do you cheat in Monopoly? I'm not smart enough to know how to cheat in Monopoly, except for like just steal. What do you mean? Money. You just steal money from the bank. Oh, I don't uh, think there's a very clever way to cheat in no, Monopoly. I think that's how yeah. you win at Monopoly. You steal the money. Yeah. I'd be like stealing a property. That'd be some pretty gangster move. Just put, oh, my no, hotels were there for four people, moves. Re- people remember the properties and where they went. Anyways, know? so yeah, it, I find it weird. Like Jordan Peterson just makes yeah. so much sense. That you can't break his uh, his person. Talking about, we got on this because we were talking about games. He was talking about games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I knew, I knew where we were at. Don't oh, worry, sorry, sorry. I, I hadn't gotten lost. Was there another point you wanted to bring up, Simon? He's just and... common sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> JP. Yeah, JP. Common sense. No, Simon looks. He looks lost. I, I think... Oh, I thought that a very good piece of advice was be the most responsible person at your father's funeral. 
I know it's a little morbid because you don't want to think about your father's funeral. But or that's, do I? No, no, that's a test. <laughs> that's a test. That is the, exactly the type of man you want to be, right? Like yeah. you want to be that person family. that other people can depend on. When everyone's like, what the fuck? You're like, it's going to be all right. He gave me what we needed to, to get through this. Yeah. Jordan Peterson's a man. He's annoying to listen to, but yeah, no, uh, you know what? So, so just to to backtrack to my initial uh, stance, um, like his message, don't like him. We've established that, but I do believe, and we can check this, but he might've been one of the biggest Rogan bumps ever. Right? I don't believe that. Going in I'd with, pay that. I'd pay that. Going in that. with a certain amount of followers after the first and what happened? I'll check it tonight. There's I don't, to I don't see it. what we'll I didn't. We'll I get back to everybody it. next week and we'll see. I, Write I, it on the fucking whiteboard because I'll forget. I, I don't see why that didn't happen. Pot has rotted my brain. You're just stepping out like that, huh? I don't, I don't know move. why that didn't happen. Can you grab my jewel? So we'll, well, I guess we'll tie, up, on the wall. We'll, we'll tie up Jordan Peterson without or we're just going to... Uh, Jump, we can't jump into Anthony. No, we can't jump into Kumia. So, but uh, I can't believe. Hold on, real quick, because I mean, I feel what's problem with you and me is that we have an agreeathon with Jordan Peterson. I, yeah, I, no, the the disagreement just left the room <laughs> heavily. Yeah. I, I, I I don't want to. Well, no, but I want to. Like, I I can't sit here and be like I'm a huge Jordan Peterson fan. I bought the book. I haven't read it. You yet. Should be a fan of no one if you're a man. Well, but you know what I mean. Like, I I, I I'm not sitting here like, oh yeah, Jordan Peterson. I just don't see. All the negativity surrounding him. I think he's a smart guy. I, I'm proud I, of him because he's a smart Canadian. I mean, again, to say I'm proud of him is like a weird statement. I just, I don't feel one way or the other. I just truly don't believe. Like when he was coming to Ottawa to speak at the NAC like two years ago, and I, I was thinking about going because I wanted to actually. He was talking about some psychological shit that interested me, like the memory in the brain or whatever. And then when I found out that people were like picketing, I was like, why? What's what's going on? I looked into it and then I was like, this seems fucking ridiculous. And that is the phenomenon. I'd love to, I couldn't sit with someone for five minutes. Who's uh picketing or like anti Jordan Peterson. Not that I want to shove him or anything. He says down anyone's throat. No, of course not. But I'd have to know Thanks, what they heard, like to where they're coming from to form their opinion that he is all these boogeyman things that we were just talking about. You know what I mean? And that's what I thought was one of the interesting things. Now he's famous. Like, it, 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 it's not even anything. And so Joe talking about him, how do you feel about going into these, you know, like, hack job, you know, these things you're going to do? Where is it coming from? And I don't think he's uh, super resentful. And I think they had the exact same take on the GQ interview. Who, you and I? You and I and, and Joe. Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he said exactly what I said. said. She exactly. was a smart lady. That was and- my Matrix moment. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, the Matrix moments are coming big and hard in the Kumia episode. Sweet mother oh, of God. Oh, wow. Like, huge. Like a mile a minute. Huge. I even wrote a bit that that they literally did. They stole my bit. I was going to do it on, uh, I hadn't finished it. Oh, yeah? You got a date coming up? What a dick. <laughs> oh, um, I wrote it for the Dayton Kingston, you fucking prick. Oh, next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be funny. Hey, ooh, now, ooh. now my goal is just Barry Kamari. The competitive in me has come out. Here it goes, yeah. <laughs> We're really going to see who's the bad loser and who's the good winner. <laughs> I, I can... Uh, no, I, I'm an underachiever. You have nothing to worry about. I can see the whole world is just... I can eat a lot of shit. Full circle. I can eat a lot of shit. That's it. So yeah, Jordan Peterson, it was a solid podcast. So I give it four. Four. Three.
Yeah, well, we knew that's that. fair. You knew that was coming. And he gave, yeah, no and big he gave good reasons. Nothing surprising there. But uh, for sure, listen to it. And if after if after listening to that, you still think he's a Nazi or whatever, or we just can't. Yeah, no, I don't I at all think him. he's a Nazi. That is not my problem. No, I think Kamara no, was no, just you, mentioning you, sorry. Ge- sorry. Like people in general. He, sorry, looked, sorry. he looked at me and said, My bad, my bad. Sorry. I should yeah. talk to the audience. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, Kumia? Yep, do it. Well, what number was it? Oh, sorry. 1206? It's uh, 1209. 1209, Anthony way off. Anthony Kumia. Anthony Kumia, formerly of Opie and Anthony fame. He was Opie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good work. Um, the hey, Godfather. Hey, Kamar. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm being defensive. I'm trying to get to keep on my toes. I don't get lit up. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get roasted like that Marine in fucking bum mics. Oh, my God. The burn victim. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, Kamiya... I mean, arguably started all this. Arguably, yeah. Was he ever on the fucking web early, eh? Oh no, oh, I, yeah. I think through that bandwidth story, I, I was, think it's I was, inarguably it's insane. Like back in like eighty something. No, no, no. That was the nineties. He was talking about, and, and that's his own get him, get him. That's him go up and get him. Yeah, of course. Him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's just cr- like Opie and Anthony was huge. And so, I'd say like Opie and Anthony, if you go back, I know, and Kamara, I can't believe you have never listened to any of them. It seems crazy to me. I lack, Simon, you've I listened lack. to Opie and Anthony. <laughs> Opie and Anthony, yeah, yeah. Opie and Anthony. Right, we're, we're talking. Uh, yeah, you're talking you've, about Opie and Anthony. You've listened to a few. I have. Yeah. Oh yeah, you have satellite radio, right? Uh, Do they still play them? They're, no, they don't play okay. them anymore. But they're all on YouTube. You say. What I would do if I were you, any listener as well, is I would just YouTube Op- Opie and Anthony or O&A Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, anytime or, Patrice is on. Or O&A Bill Burr or O&A Jim Jeffries or O&A Louis C.K. Or anytime that they're all in the studio together, it's some of the best. Yeah, Norton's in there all the time, so did, you can't, did, uh, yeah, you can't really you can't put his Did you there. either of you guys uh, hear the episode when they had the guy butt fuck the girl in the uh, church? No. No. no, that's what they got in trouble for, right? That's oh, why they, they got, got trouble kicked for a bunch off. of stuff. No, and but he, that's why they got kicked off terrestrial radio. Is that he, correct? Well, they got no. They got first kicked off for saying the mayor of Boston was dead. That's when they got kicked. Oh, out that of was on the. That was that, that was joke. On, the yeah, April that Fool's was the joke, April yeah. Fool's joke. Yes, and you guys did not know them at this time. Uh, I knew about them when they got kicked off of the radio. Yes. Yeah, no, I I know their name and all comics talk about them, but I never listen to shows. I I, I, I know where to figure out how to listen but to them. Did you listen to Howard ever, Stern, Kamar? No, no, because you never had um, never had that kind serious. Of no. But Howard I, Stern I watched, had a TV show no, as well. I, I watched his movie. Well, he had a radio program on normal terrestrial radio, right? Yeah, I know, but they also had a weekly television show where they tell oh, us the they? best okay. of. Yeah, it was on like Fox in the. He like, he has YouTube clips up, but they they rarely show. They're just like a picture, and they play the audio no but that's the same o and a it's not there's no video yeah I it's do that. just listening so um, oh that's good for the work computer but i mean patrice o'neill uh might be the best comedian ever well, I th- I he's think probably he the funniest person ever his uh yeah his uh the mark, way he mark maron was the craziest thing i've ever heard he broke like anytime he breaks down a movie it's unreal uh there's a there's an episode where jim norton and him go back to back on face off because Patrice O'Neill's like, man, John Woo can't John Woo can't do movies in America. They cut his balls off. And then he's like, he didn't do, didn't do any good movies in America. And then he goes, actually, Face Off was good. And Jim Norton goes, I'll fucking throw my coffee in your face. Face Off was good. And, and he's like, what are you talking about? And it took Jim Norton maybe four and a half minutes 
yeah, to, they, they to talk convince about Patrice O'Neill like, that it was terrible. And Patrice O'Neill starts, dude, his laugh, first of all, was incredible because it's like a, ah! he's laughing so fucking hard. And he's like, I, he's like, I can't believe I thought that movie was good. And then he starts, he's like, the doves, the fucking doves. Yeah, Do you remember he, Face he Off? He changes his mind midstream. It's hilarious. Dude, it's one of the best things ever. Also, his Independence Day. They talk about Independence Day for a half oh, hour. They break great. it down. Yeah. Hebe Kikeberger is what they call. Uh, <laughs> what's this? What's the this? guy from uh, Taxi there? Yeah, Hirsch? yeah. Judd, Judd Hirsch. Yeah, Judd Hirsch. Yeah, yeah my, my, my boy David. Yeah, my, my David. <laughs> yeah, my David. What about my David? <laughs> And then they were talking about how, because uh, Patrice O'Neill used to always talk about how they, they always did black people poorly in movies. He's like, man, they represent black people so bad in movies. But the gay guy in, do you remember the gay guy at the beginning of Independence Day? He's like the, he like runs the the, the news station. He's like, oh my God. Remember that gay dude? I know, like, I know the actor. <laughs> yeah. So t- What's his fucking name? Mel something. I just don't remember, but Patrice O'Neill was like, I didn't even notice that he was overly gay. And they're like, dude, he could have had a handbag dog in his asshole. That's the only way it's he could have been It's funny though, because I don't associate him with gay either. Weird. Because he's so over the top, I guess. And he's a big dude. So yeah, maybe that's I don't know. It, yeah. I think it's because of his size. Patrice O'Neill's gay? No, no, no. no sorry, we're no, we're Patrice way off in a different. La- but Elephant hole. in the yeah, Room. Yeah, we're talking about Anthony Kubia. <laughs> Elephant in the <laughs> that, Room might be one of the, the best uh, stand-up. Yeah, he's amazing. He's ever. amazing. He was incredible. And if he's, you haven't listened to O and A, there's literally hundreds of hours he's on YouTube. Been about Go fishes. Back. Yeah, Patrice. Patrice is one of the best comedians. Kill a fish and just stares at you. But we can move on because that's not really. No, but let's. I mean, Kumia created. They they kind of created. Even though they were shock jocks, they created the podcast genre by having the best comedians all come on and round table. I mean, Joe gives them props for it. Oh yeah, the whole episode. Yeah, gives them props for like starting his program, the idea for it, but just the way they talk. And he talks about this all the time. The way they just had comedians on yeah. and they'd shoot the shit. There was nothing like that because on every other radio show, it was like people asking questions yeah. and, you know, it was, they were there for a reason. Well, it was all this like mad just, cow in the morning. Well, even when it, even like Stern, I, I don't know. This seemed even more informal than that, right? Like I know Stern was really informal, but this was like... <laughs> More just, you know, guys well, you know getting around and shooting the shit. You know what it was? It was that ONA, every, not every, but a, a large swath of the comedians that they had on in the early 2000s all ended up being fucking huge. Amazing, yeah. It, it, Stern didn't necessarily have that, or if he did, it wasn't as well documented, in my opinion. But like, Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. Sure, but he also had them all on at the same time. Like, there were times where it was Jim Jeffries, well, this is what Bill I'm Burr. Saying. And Patrice O'Neill in studio. It was just like a bunch of friends around shooting yeah. the shit. And that's why it was so funny because everybody was just ragging on each other. Oh, and it like insane. it was the way you it's hang out with your friends, except the shit they were saying was really funny when we just think the things we say are funny. You know? If you listen to Nick DiPaolo and Patrice O'Neill together on ONA, it's the most vicious, racist back and forth you've ever fucking heard. Incredible. And like, again, Patrice is just laughing the whole time. But uh, yeah, I mean, Anthony Kumia created our show pretty much in, in a way i i just heard of him i'd never heard him sit down for this long that's not to i uh well i again I've heard him on legion of sanks and stuff <laughs> see i was a I, like again i actually didn't i didn't even really i wasn't a big i didn't really like oh but i thought he was a total asshole and then i saw this i was like he's a he's a cool guy well they had nothing nice to say about Opie. 
Yeah, but I mean, I also listened to the whole, I listened to the show Breakdown, so I heard it all, and I mean, Opie was a real bitch about all of it. And he really was, like, there's no... On air, on it. air, you hear the, the, the relationship you can go, deteriorate? You can go back and listen to Jim and Opie have it out live on oh, air. Oh, I, I have to hear that. But I've it, never heard that. No, but that. what about oh, Anthony? it's so what, ugly. What about it's Anthony and Opie? Really? Yeah, Like, really it happens... Sorry, sorry, Kamar. What about Anthony and Opie? No, so what happened They kept was, it under wraps. Even they hate each other off. No, no, off, there was a lot got, of back and forth with them, but Anthony got thrown off the show because he tweeted some racist shit because yeah, yeah. he got into it. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah, thing where he tried know, to take the picture, yeah. Yeah. So, no, to answer your question, though, Kamar, they kind of... They had it out on yes, air many times. Yes, you could kind of hear it because... No, 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 you, you could hear it. It was, I mean, it was, there was multiple, there's multiple clips you can go in and listen. It's ugly. But Between I, Anthony and Opie. Not yeah. like a, a breakdown no, moment, though, where the show ended. That's no, what you're course. saying happened on... Yeah, pretty much. To, yeah. to Opie and Jim and Norton. Jim, yeah. But it's Jim and Sam now. Yeah, okay, uh, yes. But that's funny because if you go back and listen, see, you never listened. Sam was the intern. Yeah, Sam was a dude they used to rag on so hard. Like, I, I can't even describe to you how well, hard they used to rag on Well, I guess anybody was better than Opie is the... <laughs> well, no, it's just ironic that it ended up being Well, that's Sam how it works and, out. Yeah. Howard had his guys, he treated like shit. But They'd so, so sorry, to go back and answer my question, Matt. So there's like a palpable moment where... Yeah, well, no, it's like a three three hours of... Oh, it's, it's it, a whole, it lasts for three hours? Dude, it's really ugly. You can go listen to it. But how do they home. let it last for three hours? Like how well, they're does contractually one of them, obliged I know, to sit I, there across from each other. So like they just have it out. And whose side are you on? Norton's, well, obviously. Jim's, because you like Jim. Like Opie's not really. Really? Yeah. I love Jim Norton. I don't love Jim Norton. I think he's hilarious. No, but by being with Jim, you're with Anthony, you're with that side of the no, argument, but even then, right? Kamar, like if you listen for a long time, you just got the vibe that like Opie always like even for so here's a good example. Jim Jim Jeffries was in studio one day, and this guy called in, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if uh, you guys remember this, but uh, Bob Kelly mentioned a long time ago that uh, Jim Jeffries he's uh, he's afraid of bananas." And you immediately hear Jim Jim Jeffries goes, no, 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 no. And Opie, like Anthony kind of like has a laugh about it. And he's like, wow, this is crazy. You're afraid of bananas. And they talk about it for a second. And then Opie pulls a banana out and peels it and starts eating it. And Jim's like, why are you doing that? I'm going to, and he walks out of the studio and Anthony's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This guy's here in the studio, put the fucking banana away. And then and you, eventually Opie's like, oh, okay, you know, it just, it, that was one of those moments where I was like, because a fucking asshole, like. The whole show, you always hated Opie? Not the no, whole show, because no. you needed the back and, and forth. And at the beginning, he was, it was. A, they did, it, they it, did it for 20 years. Yeah, it was essential. Like, you, it was, was there you a time when you liked Opie? The well, I didn't listen, I didn't listen you, to them for the whole 20 years. You liked years. the show, so you liked their interaction you like them but if it was came down to one of them you always pulled for kumia no i don't even know if kumia you would just have had even, a better sense of humor yeah i don't think and he played with jim better like like it's truly what what kumia said is all pretty bang on there it was palpable that like the guests that, made that show yeah 100%. i think percent no well there were times where it was just where no one was really on it was just jim well the, and no, it was the okay. show only those were my least anthony and if it had just been them without jim like, I don't know if that happened at some point. I didn't listen back I mean, then. You know what? Patrice, at the beginning? Listen, Patrice made the show. This is what I'm Patrice saying. Patrice was they, on. Patrice wasn't that famous. So he, he was like, I'll just go down there just every day. He was hanging out all the time. And that's, I'll, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And yes, for sure. And I mean, again, like they had Bill Burr, Louis C.K. They had everyone go down there. And had he just been healthier, he would have made it. 
Yeah. Sad. Um, that is sad. Do you, do you guys uh, watch House of Cards? Yep. You do? Yep. I watched the I first do. Like, two seasons. Because in my head, I imagine that's exactly how American politics are. I know they talked about it in this episode, but that's that really like I I don't have a lot of um, I don't know a lot about American politics, but everything I know comes from that show. I think, but I think like House of Cards has like more credibility and ethics. But the only thing I will say, like I I agree with you. You don't watch it, Matt. Like or I you, said, I saw the first two. Seasons. Jim Acosta plays a reporter from CNN on CNN as Jim Acosta. On House of Cards. On House of Cards. So, sorry, he plays himself yes. on House yes. of Cards. Yes. Okay. I'll is he, is he as disruptive? He's fake news. <laughs> he's, fake, he's fake news. Um, uh, they talked about free speech, and they brought up something that I... So, I've never... I always have trouble uh, getting this out. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> when they were talking about Twitter, they talked about Twitter being uh, a public utility, and... Again, I stand by that, but he brought up the great point that I hadn't before, which is like if you get thrown off of Twitter and you don't have access to it in a way, like there's a lot of emergency services on Twitter, a lot of first warnings and first responders. Like first I learned about everything on Twitter. on Twitter. Well, again, so when they take you off of Twitter, this goes back to our whole argument, right? Just demonetize them. Then you'll use Twitter as a, as a citizen and sure. it won't be your livelihood, which is what they're trying to restrict you from you know they're trying to restrict your ability to make money that's the idea mm-hmm. either way but I we've guess had this whole the real argument, argument no before. but the real argument too is if you if you get thrown off of twitter you're not thrown off of twitter you could just start a fucking secondary account under a fugazi name gmail yeah right yeah. so if you really need the information you can get that's it his argument yeah. is bunk you know it's not it's, that bu- no because no, you no. have to have the argument it has to be had you can't just say the argument's bunk because the idea of you being thrown off is that you can only have one account. Because their terms of services, I believe, say you can only have one. Like account. Netflix is clamoring down. I'm not saying it's right what Twitter's doing. That I'm just saying that if you really want that information, you can probably get it. Yeah, I agree. I I made the point. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just you know there is an argument for it being a public utility. And he, yeah, you're right. We're not going to beat this to death. He but. needed. Um, he needed to have Twitter, though. You know, he was like, I got kicked off, but I got it back. But yeah, he, yeah. he didn't say his Twitter handle. No, I love that, too. Yeah. Anything. I like, got a low-key Twitter that I don't I, tell anyone about. I mean, that's exactly what it brought up. I got kicked off, but I got back on. But let's not talk about that, too. Much. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, there's a lot something, of services out there. Sorry. No, no just it. I was just speaking to Andy. Something really close to your heart, Matt. Um, they talked about that guy who got in trouble for doing something violent on Red Dead Revolver and then posting it onto the intro oh, yeah, web. Yeah, yeah, they Red Dead up, Redemption. Yeah. Or what did I say? Red Who, Dead Revolver. Red, 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 Aren't Revolver, they the same whatever. game? You sound no, like an idiot. But it's oh. fine. Um, yeah, no, he beat up uh, the woman's rights <laughs> activist. He beat up the woman's rights activist. And, and then, then dragged that. her and fed her to the alligators or something? No, no, no. No, no that was something they else. They let that go. No, Kumia was they saying, let that go. Kumia was saying you can do you a, can There's do a million that. things you can do to her. Yeah. They let that go. That's crazy. It was something else. That, like, I'm sorry. That is crazy that you can get in trouble for that. If you can do it in the video game, it's a fucking then video it's game. a free-for-all. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what? my question is this. They're only angry because she's a woman's rights activist. You can do that to anyone in the game. But wait. Okay, so answer me this. Um, can you rape people in no. GTA? 
Yes. No. No. You can't rape people in I GTA. Thought you, oh. you could. One, you can, no, you can have sex with a prostitute. Oh, you can. You can beat a hooker. You can beat a hooker. You can beat anyone. But you can't sexually assault anyone. No. Okay, okay but, but here's the thing. I get. Sorry. I don't want anybody to beat anybody in real life, but if you're able to do it in the video game, like if, if it's within the parameters of the video game yeah. and you're not having to like put in some racist code or something, you know what I mean? Then you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. That's a, cra- that's a crazy argument that somebody can get in trouble for something they're posting of doing in a video game that you can do in the video game. I agree. Agreed. But this guy got in trouble. He's being prosecuted, and I don't know what yeah. state it was. And no, is he? I don't yes. think so. That thought, shit will it, never hold I up. I thought he was kicked Wait, off the game. they talk about it on this podcast. Well, I must have missed that, because they, there's no way this guy's getting... No, listen, that's not happening. Anthony mentions that I know. That the, the guy maybe got in trouble, maybe lost his job or what, some bullshit. What but. do you guys think about It's Cold Outside? What do you mean? What's It's Cold You know outside? the song It's Cold Outside? Yeah, I know it. They're, they're it's, cold, a, they're, it's a rape song. Why is it? I mean, What's It's, it's Cold Outside? I never heard it. It's cold out. It's cold. You better not go. It's cold outside. It's an elf. They sing it in elf. I really no. must go where the wire's getting warm. My dad's worried about me. I'd, I'd I got sing it to you, but uh, you'd never understand it because I have but such a terrible it. voice. They're pulling but it. wait, have you seen Elf? Yeah, with Will okay. Ferrell. So you know the scene when they're in the bathroom and she's taking a shower and he's sitting outside the shower and she's singing the girl part and he's singing the boy part. Sure. Kamar, give it to me. It's cold outside. I really can't stay. Okay, yeah, Just yeah. one more drink. We definitely don't have to do this. So this is a rape song? Yeah, Well, well that's what the, this is what the people are saying. Well, it's kind of like Afternoon Delight, right? It's a song about having sex, but they play it in like whatever movie that is that has nothing to do with that, right? But what? where are these people if they hear um, like uh, Kurt Cobain rape me? Yeah. Well, that one's obvious, right? So you know what okay? you're getting. But that yeah. makes it okay. Well, because it's right in the title of the song. But I guess it's also not in the movie Elf. Right. He does a scream rape. <laughs> it's about where you again. use the song. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> because back to Afternoon Delight. What movie was that in? Where? No. Well, they used it in like Arrested Development in a really funny way. And they used it in um, another comedy, but. I thought they did it in like a movie that wasn't funny. No, no. So they did it in Anchorman, where they all just Anchorman, start singing yeah. it. Like no, out but of that's, the blue. But that's not the sky rockets yeah. in flight. I can't do it. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Is afternoon delight a rape song? No, it's no, a song it's about, a song having, about sex having sex in the, in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. So but why are you talking about that? We're talking about rape songs. He brought it up. Simon thinks afternoon sex is rape. <laughs> There's no way you're convincing <laughs> yeah. anybody to have no, sex yeah. in the afternoon the unless you're forcing up. them to do it. That might be true. Yeah, that might be true. Anything else, Kumia? I've oh, yeah. Heard. I mean, there's tons. Oh, no, well, no, we I know. I'm just saying. We got so bogged down. We got so bogged down on Opie and Anthony that. Pass uh, it around. Pass it around. I, I wanted to bring up Gavin McKinnis. Oh, yeah. We have be- to talk about Because he's McKinnis. an Ottawa boy. Okay, let's start there then. He's an Ottawa boy. He's a piece of shit. I don't know. Oh, why? Did, did you see that? Listen, just, no, no. I'm just looking I, uh, to get everybody's opinion here. I don't care about the Proud Boys. It has nothing to do with that. Let's I just, talk about that in a second. Sure, sure, sure. But I've just seen him in many interviews, and I just think he's... I think if anyone is a fucking troll, did it's you, obviously Did Gavin you McKinnis. never like him? I like, never liked Right him. from the start, Vice days, you weren't never, into him. No, no, no. Never into him. Okay. He's the cool part of Vice. He's what made Vice cool. And the second they kicked him out, the thing went to shit. I, I might agree so, with that. So just I don't so know that, about that. No, that no. He's the godfather of hipsters. He's like he's the zeitgeist. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, is that uh, that's true? Nothing to be proud it of. is yeah, true. It's yeah, true. 100%. 
he he's from Ottawa and he moved to New York and became a trendsetter. But man. did he really like that's true? He started that hipster movement. All tattoos, yeah. doing cocaine, heroin, having a real job. Like I mean, that's crazy. He lived the vice lifestyle. But wait, let's we can say that vice used to be the Bible for hipsters. Yeah. yeah. Well, vice used to be the Bible of for a cool. Lot of shit. It was very cool, man. Hence hipsters. Well, no, because the they ruin everything. Anyways, anyways, he's he's just he's the godfather of cool, like. And here's from little, Ottawa. That's here's the little cool. tidbit for you. Turned it was originally asshole. called The Voice, and then they dropped the O. And started in Montreal, did it not? Yeah. Well, and it was some like... It was an African... Yeah. Uh, it was not like an African... An East African uh, dance magazine or yeah, something. something some, like that. It had yeah. nothing to do with yeah, what Yeah, and it was called The Voice, but, but it had they, grants from the Quebec government. That's how they got the printing going. There you yeah. go, yeah. But he's, so there's a little tidbit and for you. We know the that, more you know. We know that from episode whatever of Joe Rogan where he had uh, Shane Smith on. Oh, is that what they were talking yeah, about? Well, I think so. He's more than an interesting person. Gavin McInnes? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, look. Just l- look at the way that the Proud Boys started because I think that's so interesting, right? It starts as a literal joke yeah. in the studio they're they're calling that guy they're making fun of him and then they decide okay that's hilarious like i could because in my head i can see this happening right the three of us are together we make a joke on this podcast about a group that we call the uh whatevers you know and then we're like oh my god that's hilarious let's start a group and we start meeting in a bar and then you get a couple more people I can see how that all happens, but then to become this huge, like it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. It's and almost like Simon just said, I completely understand how, how someone could become work. a Nazi. <laughs> like, no, no, it, it, it's well, more a cult though but, than but the Nazi, right? Did, like, well, yes and no, because it's kind of become. Did you watch his actual own denunciation of the Proud Boys? Well, he no. has no choice, even, it's, it's even 20... if he still believed in it. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Come even on. if he still believed in it. If he was to support it now, he would be, be the, he would be a Nazi. He'd be the ultimate piece of shit. But if you watch him, it's 25 minutes and it's awkward to see him because he's still trying to be Gavin. He's still trying to be funny, but he breaks down all the stuff they talked about, like the um, shows the evidence because you have all this stuff. Because it's on it, air. It, on air, recordings, like everything, especially the where Proud Boy came from is like a musical, like Proud yeah, it's so Boy. Fun. The whole thing is hilarious. There, there is not one iota of like possible neo-Nazi to this group. But that just shows... Those sorry. guys can join. Those guys can join. But his intent with the Proud Boys is the biggest lark joke ever, right? Yeah. Well, it just shows you how easy it is, really, how easy it is to start a cult. Yeah. You just need people who want to believe. Like, that's right. That's what all cults are about. It's people wanting to believe. I don't know. I mean, I've never been part of one. Well, no, but, but think about it, right? Like, some of the things you have to accept, you have to want to believe. If you don't want to believe, you're never going to be able to accept the things they're throwing at you. Yeah, but you could argue religion's the same way. Hey, I'm totally saying yeah. that religion is a cult. But he, but he was literally like <laughs> it's on saying, record. I started this thing. It's a complete Mark joke. Down in your this is everything. It's based on everything. If you can't see this ridiculous, I'm sorry. He apologized for using inflammatory uh, language on Rogan when he's falling down. Like you say, yeah, we're yeah. going to punch him, punch him in the face. He was saying, I was saying that in jest. No, he wasn't. If you go back and no, listen no, no. to Rogan. Sorry. In his apology. 
I'm just saying what he says in his apology. Oh, no, no. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I was just disagreeing a little bit with his apology then, because when you go back and listen to that episode of Rogan, where he's telling, because I can remember listening to it, because it was one I, like this summer, I went back and listened to the backlog of like, you know, hundreds and All hundreds of Rogans, of thousands of Rogans. Um, but I can remember that one and I can remember him saying, yeah, and I'm telling my guys to punch them in the face because if we're going to be there and they're going to attack us, this is what, and I can remember Joe saying, well, you know, if you do that, they're going to come back with a, and I just remember thinking that the, this guy has lost the fucking script. So I really think that, yes, it started as a total lark. But somewhere along the lines, he was believing his own fucking gospel there for a minute or two. Well, he doesn't anymore because if you watch his video, he's like, I I cannot take responsibility but for he any would, of this. Even this is how he, it started. And sorry. And I guess what I was saying to you in the first place is even if he really, even if he doesn't believe that, even if he believes in the Proud Boys, he he can't say that like the only way he can say that at that point is that if that's all he ever wants to be for the rest of his life, he just said, I, b- I believe in the proud boys, but I can, I cannot have anything to do with them. Like I, I, uh, I cannot take any responsibility. For- no, this is just what he said. Yeah. You can disagree <laughs> with it, but you you can't disagree with me telling you what he said. Like I can't change what he just said because you don't like it. Fuck off. Kamar. Sorry guys. <laughs> Anyways, it's just interesting that that phenomenon started and has blown up proportion. And he's like saying, I want nothing to do with this. This is, I don't care what it looked like I was doing this. I never wanted this to happen because he's like banned from going to countries and stuff. It's fucked with this shit. So sorry. Can I get your opinion on it though? Like you've now stated what Gavin thinks. I, I thought if he was like, um, I'm probably going to look stupid here, but if he was like, taking it on as a leader of the Proud Boys and like not doing this, I would think he was just a horrible garbage person. But the fact that he's like, this is out of control, like he has some semblance of sanity because when he's on Rogan, just like even even like Milo Yanniopoulos, you don't actually know what that person thinks because they're they're just spelled. what what part is show and what part just, is uh... like yeah and God, have you ever seen McKinnis on Fox like he goes off like like maybe you can believe everything he says but it's just like he's a provocateur he's a the best troller he's the king of cool like I don't I don't uh, I could see him being like uh, um who's that guy that we don't talk about anymore because he got rid of him if the elephant Alex Jones, you know, I I could see him going the way of Alex Jones. Alex Jones, and and I, I the frogs are gay. He has his right. He has his right to do what he does. Um, I thought last time I heard him on Rogan, this guy's crazy, over the top. Like this is just too much. Like j- it's just too much. Although I saw that one interview where he does with that super leftist girl. It's black and white. <laughs> he totally. What do you think, Maddie? He totally I gets her in a good I argument. Don't, I don't. I'm you don't like a, him. I don't. Again, like uh, I'm all for free speech. He can say and he can say whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not a Gavin McInnes fan. I'm also not. I haven't been a Vice fan for a long time. No, but do you really buy the whole um, apology? Well, that it's it was it started as a joke and it was never at all a serious thing. And whatever happened after that was beyond his control. You know. I don't know. I think it started off as a joke, and then you know, like any like. I just find it ironic that 
10 minutes ago you were like fucking jordan peterson is self-serving bullshit and then with this guy you're like well i mean it was all a joke it started off as a fun joke like i just well no, well no i'm i'm no, I know. the one arguing the no, other I know. side so of what the I'm, point what here. i'm saying though is i think like i don't know i mean i Good think answer. he started it no no, no. I, I i think he started it as a joke and i think it got to his head that, that it got such a big following so quickly and he didn't really think too long about who the following was because, you know, people like getting likes, people like having followers, people like enjoying the fact that people are listening to what they're saying. Yep. And then you start realizing like, hey, a lot of them have red uh, bands around their arms. Like, what's uh, what's <laughs> going on? They're carrying torches. Yeah, what's happening Hold on. Here? Why has everyone got their arm in the air? You know what I mean? And then you start realizing like, oh, shit, I've, I'm, I'm, I've started a movement that may be very, very, very far from what I had intended. And then it's too late to hit the brakes. And I think, you know... Listen, hold on, and hear me out, though. Someone like Gavin McInnes has made a career off of this, and now it's come full circle and bit him in the ass. And, like, you know, he might not come back from this, and as maybe he shouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we're just done with Gavin McInnes. Like, it is what it is. Like I said, I I don't think he's a great dude. Well, do you... Sorry. No, that's... Do you put him into the same category as Alex Jones? Like, just... Really? Do you, no. You, you yeah. equate those Absolutely. two guys Absolutely. as no the way. same thing? Listen, there's no the way. The media puts them in the same thing. I don't equate. I don't, I don't equate those. They are, I think they Alex are, Jones though. is you way worse than he is. When Alex Jones said... Okay, I'll put it to you this way. There could be a, an argument that Gavin McInnes is worse only because... To me, what Alex Jones says is so far out there that no reasonable person could, could ever, ever believe, believe it. it. Yeah. Whereas Gavin McInnes speaks in a way and to people that you might, you might could. But not, not to flip over old stones, but Pizzagate, like it goes back to that argument. So obviously some people did believe what Alex Jones was I said reasonable. Well, but it's not the reasonable, it's not the reasonable people we have to worry about, right? Okay, sure. It's fucking nut jobs. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I... He he had to disavow himself from any um, liability. He is still raising money for Proud Boys who are fighting court cases and stuff. Is that true? That's what he said. And even in his apology or disavowing himself from the Proud Boys, he said, we're not misogynists anyways. We're chauvinists. Like he's still being fucking Gavin McInnes. They accept girls into the group. But as long as you're willing to talk shit about women. Which I thought was very funny. He's he's forward. I like like, uh, women welcome, but you're going to be treated like we treat our fucking friends i think he saw himself heading for his i hope it doesn't happen burt kreischer the consequence that you say that burt kreischer could be facing no like here's he doesn't get too big you know what i mean i think he saw that and this is him stepping off because he could have used this to be a piece of shit and just walk around the shirt and the the proud boy network and the proud boy t-shirts without without twitter and without without twitter and without uh they're just I just that was the money stream right like um for Alex Jones for anybody not Twitter I don't think you make a lot of whatever sorry wherever you can monetize your shit you know you get views you can post whatever whatever he got kicked off of that's a big deal platform by everything yeah of Um, course it was everything to him what I'm surprised is to know Alex Jones interview now like you're you've been kicked out your persona non grata Your persona non grata. Yeah. With the world of, like, what happened? No, but this is the question I wanted to pose to you guys. Like, why is he so caustic? Let's say, <laughs> let's say five years from now. Good, good word, Kamar. Let's okay. say five years from now, uh, this thing had, uh, we had 
a million subscribers and we were just hear me out i want a studio this will no, not, no, no yeah yeah this will not age well <laughs> no no just just hear me out five years from now we have a studio we're all just making money off this and we find out through some weird analytic that 95 percent of our listeners are neo-nazis i wouldn't want to do it anymore kamar I would miss you, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Listen, because I, I don't think it's like any audience is a good audience. Pump the mic. <laughs> Pump the mic. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any audience is a good audience. I don't I think it's like agree, any yeah. uh, advertising is good advertising. I agree. But what are we saying? That's I, driving I'm, these Nazis. I'm doing. No, no, that's not the point, Carl. My point was more like to Gavin McKinnon. Like, I do you understand, understand where I'm going? I totally, is, I totally understand with what you're saying. So, like that, that's what I'm saying. Is that that five year point with the studio and our all everything invested? Do we just do one last one where we say, listen, this is not what we intended. This is not the audience we wanted. Well, I think we, we just, disavow those people, and then if it all dries up, so be it. And if it, you know what I mean? Because as soon as you say to them, but that's my my point is like let's say like if you disavow them but your listener count stays the same you have you know what have you really done okay well I, I guess my point would be okay let's just pretend now for a second like you said five years in the future all are not all, all we have five, well we have 90 percent <laughs> of our audience is neo-nazis i would think that if we got on the air and said listen neo-nazis you guys are pieces of shit we hate you don't listen to this podcast anymore if you listen to this podcast every day we're going to say something shitty about neo-nazis yeah then we would find out really quick how many um people were neo-nazis we would come out and sound like trump we go there are good and bad people who listen to the podcast (laughs) dude you're on fire i don't know man i i i I can't even think about having all that, but yeah, you'll be missed, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it, well, did any of us, Floyd, do you stop it? If yeah, it's got enough control? Matt stops sure. it for sure. Walk away. We'll yeah. miss you, Kamar. We'll miss you. Yeah, I'm in jail. You'll I, you'll I, be do- doing uh, your own little personal I mean, again, that was the most ridiculous yeah, it's what crazy. if, because the analytics. What if you would, found out that they were all, I don't know. Ladies listening, would that change your point of view? No, but that's not a dem- like, wow. That would shock <laughs> I'm just, the. I'm just shit trying to get you me. into trouble. And and let get, get the straight. He's not been uh, deplatformed, or maybe he's been kicked off something or something. Yeah. But everyone has. I but I think his show is still continuing. He's just disavowing himself from the Proud Boys, so it is slightly different from Alex Jones. Yeah. But if he got banned, I'd be like, yeah, they'll ban anyone. And of course, because I've already set up for Alex Jones' right to do whatever he does, I'd stick. There's no one I can imagine. Well, just before Hold we on. get... Oh. Wait, real quick. Yep. How do you feel, though, Farrakhan? Like, he's on, he's still on Twitter. Well, that was... I was so going right to ask there. that exact question, yeah. Well, I no, mean, but you as a Jewish man, it, well, it resonates more with you, obviously. I just, so. I just don't understand how one can be on and the other is off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. listen, I have no problem, and I know we disagree here, but I have no problem with Twitter saying, we are a private company. We are not a... We are, we are not a... Um, we're not the metro you know what i mean we're not the bus we're a private corporation and we're gonna have our own rules but those rules have to be clearly laid out and they have to be the same for everyone 
Yeah. And as long as they do that, I have no problem with them setting their own parameters, but they're not doing but that. they don't do that. Listen, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not doing that. And it makes zero sense. You, it, you can't have Farrakhan on and have Alex Jones off. It doesn't, or have Gavin off. It doesn't make any sense. Isn't, isn't it Sam Harris that like challenged the, uh, the president yeah. of Twitter to like post the, the and he terms would, of he service or whatever? Yeah. The TOS. He wouldn't. That's crazy. I thought Farrakhan would have more followers. So just before we he get... Needs, he needs a Rogan bump. Just before we get off of uh, this Proud Boys part of this, yep. um, do you... So let's just say it had gone... Like, I don't know what Excuse actually me. happened in the end, if it, there was ever anybody who got really hurt by the Proud Boys. I think it was just both a couple sides, of... Both sides got hurt. No, but I think it was just a couple of minors. Uh, stand, like, it was nothing super serious. No, I think someone got smoked with, like, a bike lock. What like, if somebody sides. had gotten really... What if somebody had died? That's right. And, and hold on. And Gavin McInnes wasn't there. You know what I mean? But it was a Proud Boys thing. Is he responsible? Like, how much are we? Would we hold him responsible for people who are doing things that he has zero control over? Right. I'm not saying I hold him responsible. No, no, no. I, I'm asking. That no, was a question. No, of course not. Well, I, I got a little interesting analogy that you're gonna. Well, no, like think about it. Okay, if we're gonna use, we'll use the worst one, Hitler. That is going to happen. That road is down, or he can see down that road, and that's what he's doing right now. He's. This is like timestamp evidence. Because it's out of control. He doesn't know what's going to happen, obviously. Obviously. Like, if he thought this is just going to work out great, maybe be de facto leader. He doesn't want the responsibility. He doesn't want any right. part of it. He sees even the writing on the wall. Then, that none of it holds up good. in like a court of law, if that's what he's really but, worried but, about. But, but yes. I wasn't asking about the law. I, I was just asking whether I you feel that he's responsible. No, I just said. I don't and even, what was your I analogy, even, sorry? With <laughs> what, what, I was say, what I was going to say is like. Someone like Hitler, who's actively out there saying, go and do this and hate these people, is a totally different thing than Gavin McInnes, who started a club that got out of control. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good comparison of somebody who was trying to do something, that, you know, innocuous, and it ended up... I mean, you know, they're really... It, I'm sure there are. We would well, just have to fucking pull it up. I'm, I'm thinking about... Uh, I don't think it's the same comparison, but Takashi 69 is going to jail for like 30 years. Great. And, and because he... Talked about being a gang, doing all this gang shit, being super gangster, and now um, they arrested them all. And yeah, but they, they murdered someone. Well, he didn't. Wait, no, Matt, someone got murdered. More than one yeah. person got murdered. More than people got robbed. I'm not saying nothing. No, yeah. Clark, Clark. he's now saying I was never part of the gang. Yeah, which is a tough, I, tough sell when you've been on record, literally on record, as saying. I'm part of this gang. Do you see the comparison between Gavin McInnes and the Proud Boys and Takashi Six Nine and his gang? You know what I mean? Like, well, no, I well, don't because no one got killed on Gavin's side. Takashi so. didn't get out in time. Uh, I don't know. I think that's different. Well, but the, uh, it, they have recordings of the the the, the co-accused gang member saying he's not. He was never. But hear me out. It's, it's a very I'm, interesting story, but I don't. I, the, it's not a good comparison. He's know? going I mean, to jail for thirty years. I know, but they think on, he's a gang member. But this is the comparison. But it's different. Think about it. If the Proud Boys in Austria get into it with a group, is Gavin McKinnis responsible for that? Fuck no. Takashi six nine. We're talking about his intimate. Can I? Can I just say like something? Entourage. The proper comparison would be if Takashi Six Nine was the leader of this gang, which he's not, and he wasn't claiming he was. He was claiming well, he, was he was a the member. Fi- he was right? the fig- figurehead. He was the most notable member of this game in the world. 
That's that's what that's what he. You're was also forgetting that he's coming off like a fucking fresh statutory rape charge which, and like multiple which other they're charges. putting back on him because uh, yeah. he's in jail. But because um, he posted a video of him so sleeping he, with a. So they're saying, not saying that they he committed the murder. He did not. He did not kill anyone. Someone he knows killed someone. But what they're saying is, they were a gang for hire. He's 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 nothing. He paid them money, so they said, "Yeah, okay, you can say you're a gangster." All this shit goes down. It's his fault. Do you understand? So to stay out of jail, he has to admit he's a fraud. Is that, absolutely and hope, but nobody's hope, believing hope. it. Well, oh no, you no, know, they, man. <laughs> listen, you play with fire. They have evidence, but if you guys can't see the comparison, you, no, no, I, I see. I didn't. Gavin know that McInnes, part of the story. Gavin McInnes is what could happen. This happened. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Like he's saying, I, I just said I was a part of gang. Like it's it's music, it's art, or whatever. But I see, I, I see what I'm. I was more about what Matt was saying. You know what I mean? Um, he's he's the leader of it here, and it happens a thousand miles away. I think if Gavin McInnes doesn't get off this train down the road, he he could be responsible. There, I don't. There, well, I disagree. Again, that's just a disagreement, um, friendly disagreement. I, I like don't. In a court of law, you disagree? No, I mean, I'm general. talking even like I I started this by saying I don't like Gavin McInnes. If tomorrow I found out that the Proud Boys murdered four people and Gavin McInnes was like a thousand miles away in a different city and had absolutely like legitimately had nothing to do with it. How could you hold him responsible? The like media, if he's having dinner with his family. The media would try to find a way. I. The None of us personally would, but but like I said, I think Gavin McInnes is in a whole world of trouble anyway. So, oh, we'll see, we'll see. Um, do you guys have any phobias? Did you notice that uh, phobias? Did they talk heights? about scared? You're afraid of heights? Yep. It's weird. Sorry, though. It's, did it's, you have more that you wanted success. to talk about? I'm, about, a, I'm afraid uh, of success. Proud Boys. I thought we were done there. No, no. Oh, I'm probably afraid of success too, but more heights. I'm. I don't like heights either. I. Uh, we have a friend who his fear is that if he's on like a balcony, that he'll throw himself. I'm the same off. way though. That's yeah. your fear of heights too. Well, it's weird. So yeah, okay, uh, yeah. There's that's a part of it. Suicidal. No, no, no. It's not because it's actually completely different. No, and it's, this is the like people have this fear. Like he's. I thought it was weird at first too. No, no. I have it too. Like so, we had a friend when I lived in Vancouver, a, a mutual friend of all of ours. Um, lived on like the 35th floor of a building. And whenever we used to go to his place to smoke joints, it was always on the balcony and I had to sit like back against the wall. And again, come on, it's not a suicide thing. It's, it's fucked up. It's more of like a, I think I'm never going to die thing. Like, like you can't trust yourself. Like I don't know. Like I genuinely me. think I genuinely, there's a part of me that genuinely thinks maybe it's the whole matrix thing. There's a part of me that genuinely thinks that if I did jump, I'd be fine. Oh no, you wouldn't. You would die. I'm well aware. And you're and you're afraid of you're not sure of that fact. <laughs> no, it's it's a weird feeling. No, come on. It's like when I'm up there, there is it's. I'm not suicidal. I don't want to die. But there's no, a no, but weird you're the like fear. The fear. There's something. It's even like when you watch those fucking Russians climb those cranes. Well, that's where this is coming from, right? Because yeah. they talk about the Raskolov, Russians climbing Raskolov those crazy parkour and Russians. Yeah. yeah, I follow them all on Instagram, and it's nuts. I know. And when we watch it, it's like. It's, yeah, it grosses it's, me out to my stomach. And they make Joe look the most embarrassing he ever looks. 
He looks like a, a lion with a mouse, you know, like a... When he's watching ah, them? Yeah. Ah, well, I don't like watching them either. There's something about them. Did you watch the like, one day they watched the question? Where he's holding on? Where he's doing the straight up handstand, just onto it? I mean, I've shown Simon a million of them. I've seen a million of them. Yeah, so. like it's... And if they fell... But there's something weird about watching. Like, did you guys ever see that skiing movie where the guy falls to his death? They have like footage of... He's on like, I don't know. Like some crazy ski hill K2, some backcountry thing, you know what I mean? And he goes off the side and they have, he dies. And you see him die. Well, I mean, you see him fall from far away, you know what I mean? But that we now know that that footage is footage yeah, of him yeah. dying. It's a snuff I didn't film. see it. <laughs> it's not, a, it is. Okay. Loosely. Sure. Well, they talk about that, how like snuff films are readily available now. Well, everything is just. I, I thought that was a really interesting point. Like you guys don't have kids, but for me, like the second I let him onto the internet, I knew I was relinquishing all um, thought control. Like control. You can't hide have, anything from well, them anymore. You know, parental controls like that doesn't exist, man. If guidance, you're online, guidance, you, guidance, you, your, kid, guidance. your kid knows more about that so computer much than you more do. More than me, I would <laughs> yeah. set that control, and he would backdoor that oh, motherfucker yeah, you, you, so yeah, quickly. No like, like I'm worried a lot of the time that he plays too many computer games, but then part of me is like, no, those are the things that you're going to need later, you know, is to be able to know how to use a computer yeah, and yeah. some of those fucking quick thinking, um, yeah, dexterity and shit. But I, I mean, will, uh, when we're all living in, in the, you know, when we can't live in the real world and we're all operating avatars that are real, <laughs> like I'm going to be fucked. I can't play those first person shooters, you know? I don't think it'll be like that. No, I will say this. Maybe some colony where they go and like they ready like, player one. You know? I will say this. And I know there's some joke you're going to make one of you. Um, like when I, I was, make it. when I was young, uh, my dad let me watch fucking everything, which obviously isn't surprising because you guys know my dad, but like I looking back, I love that. I, I think you should, I think you should let your kids. I always let, um, Shep watch whatever he wanted to, you know? Yeah. Was, R, no, but I mean, R rated, like my dad was like, you're watching like, R-rated movies. Well, I watched for, them all. For me, when I was it was young. always if I wanted to see that movie, then yeah. that was an okay movie for him to watch sure. or her to watch. I guess know? that was probably how he looked at it too. Probably like, I saw everything. He wasn't taking you to any crappy movies he didn't want to see. And you were there. We're gonna and, sit through the ones he wanted. To yeah. See. And you were there with him. And I was there with him. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? What I'm saying is just like I, 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 if I had kids, which I don't ever plan on, yeah, I would just be like, listen, this is the world. There's no point in fucking showing them this Fugazi wonderland for like 10 years and then being like, oh, by the way, it's actually all shit. This is terrible. You That's know, what's happening right now. You know that yeah, movie? That's millennial um, disappointment. You know that movie? Fuck. It's about, it's a newer movie. It's about some spy kid. He's like a James Bond guy, but he wears a ball cap. Um, Star Wars. No, nobody, nobody's seen that movie. The Shawshank Redemption. Good story. Is there anything that you wouldn't want your son to watch that you um, can think of? Yes, there are. I'm trying to tell you this story. Anyways, so this, uh, it's some movie. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. It's about the spy. Samuel Jackson is the bad guy in it. Um, anyways, I'm, the, the henchman, the, right. The Kingsman, the Kingsman. The Kingsman thank you. So I'm, I know nothing about this movie. I kind of know about it and I'm in the, uh, video store up by my cottage and 
I say to the woman there, oh, she says, oh, that movie's pretty good. And I said, oh, can my whatever, I don't remember how old he was at the time, can my 12-year-old watch it? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine, except for one scene near the end. And I was like, okay, that sounds okay. You know, that's normal movies. There's usually one sex scene or something. Anyways, this one, have you guys seen this movie? Yeah. No. I've seen the sequel. Yeah. Well, the sequels, hold on, we'll get to the sequel in a second. Not today. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do you know in Sorry. that movie um, at the end, there's that whole butt fucking scene thing. Yeah. So that I get to that with my son and he's like, whatever old. And I like run to the TV cause I, it's uncomfortable. What's anyway, his face doing? I, I didn't even notice cause but I'm on, so, but wait, focused see, on just ending it. Do you see the problem? He didn't stop it cause he didn't want his son to see it. He just unstopped. He stopped it cause it was super uncomfortable. It makes for me him. uncomfortable. Well, in the yeah. same movie at the same time. I, if, I know he was going to see it at some if point. If he wasn't there, would you still run and like turn it no, off? No, exactly. I mean, I exactly. wouldn't, well, I thought the joke you was, rewound it. the joke was stupid and crass, but mm. whatever, you know, but in the second one, we had to go see the second one. This is really recently last summer or this summer. There was a power outage. We didn't have power for a couple of days. So we were going to movies to take advantage of the AC and shit. And we went to see number two. It was the only thing playing. And there is a super uncomfortable scene in that one too, where he's fingering the girl with the camera. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And this, I couldn't stop because we're in the movie theater. So that's British humor, baby. It's a little crass. No, that's I, a, it's an American movie. No, it's not. I remember we rented. Positive, it's British. I remember we it's rented. Not, um, we rented American Beauty when I was like, I don't know, in my teens or whatever, whenever it came out. And there's that first scene where Kevin Spacey's jerking off in the shower, and my stepdad and his dad both stood up and were like, "Nope," and just left the room. I was like, "Are you guys fucking kidding?" That's hilarious. Yeah, and they just refused to watch. I was like, "Wow, little fucking masturbation." They can't. Maybe they knew Kevin Spacey was a piece of shit. When I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe." When I <laughs> they was, just had the six. When cents. I was fifteen or something, we went to Florida with my grandmother, and I remember going to see Jerry Maguire, and it's like such a. You know, there's nothing wrong in that movie except that one scene where he's having sex with the redhead up against the wall. It's like right at the beginning. I don't remember that at all. It's like it's a two second thing. It's just like a clip of him banging the girl Mm. against the wall. And my grandmother just goes, is that necessary? And I just thought, oh, my God, (laughs) is this whole thing necessary? Um, Yeah, it's a British movie. Is it a British movie, Kamar? It's a British movie. All oh right, my right. god, that's what you were Jesus. doing over there. <laughs> I was wondering why he was yeah, so silent. Was Anything like, to prove me wrong. But did you did you see the Sasha Baron Cohen movie where he is he plays an idiot and his brother's a super spy? Yeah, what's that one called? I don't remember the what his brother's, brother's, brother's Carmona. Oh no, uh, the brother's something. It has a couple funny. The brother's Grim. Brothers no, no, Grim Brothers. The, bro- the Grim Brothers or something. No, no, it's the brother's something though. Look it up. <laughs> I, I might be getting this wrong, Jamie, but whatever. Um, Jamie. It's a throwback to Joe Rogan. That is that what this podcast is about? <laughs> well, it's about Jamie. In that movie, there's just some ridiculous scenes that can only be done by British. You know, so they're up the Monty Python. They got to have something ridiculous, utter crude. They always dress up like women too. A bit they too far and have a little slap and tickle. All right, gentlemen, seeing as I'm the host, we got to wrap this up. 
We didn't even get started on Kumia, though. We didn't. We only got like, listen, give us another couple minutes. Another few minutes. Listen, you want to. That's fine. Yeah. But we're, we're at 2.15 here. Oh, Look, shit. You can put a, a disclaimer that anything after 2.15 may or may not be any good. But uh, <laughs> we, still gotta, we should go wrap it up. I guess one or two more points. Yeah, know? okay. Listen, I'm all for it. I just, the fans. You Jordan know, Peterson took up a lot of time, too. I'll just say that our number one thing is it's too long. They talked a lot about technology. How everything that we buy now keeps tabs on us. Yeah. And we're pretty yeah. much snitching our... We've become Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We we have, we have are patrolling ourselves and we are the police of ourselves. And we don't even need Big Brother to keep tabs on us because we, we are Big Brother. It's so true. And we would always say, we'll never let this happen to us. Have you and, read 19? And we so willing... I have. Have and you read it, Kamar? I'm currently reading it, so... It's interesting that they brought it up. It's amazing. It's like you're re- reading about Matrix, something that happened today. Matrix <laughs> moment. But it's amazing how many uh, similarities there are. Like, I didn't remember there were so many until he started spouting them off there, and, Kumio. And he's a futurist for writing that book. My two, two. Matrix moments. Oh, go. Uh, so, first of all, the I literally wrote a joke last week about how when you listen to AM radio... It's like going back into the future, and I took it further to be like black people can't listen to the AM radio; they feel they feel hated on. And then they they literally said the pretty much the exact same shit. Mine's the black thing. And then the second Matrix moment, um, I was gonna start a fucking. I was thinking about starting a podcast called. Have you ever heard of Schadenfreude? Yeah, it's you've heard of it. Everything happens. No, no, it's taking pleasure in other people's oh, yes, pain. Yes, 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 yes. I was thinking about starting a solo podcast called Schadenfreude. Where I just laugh at like the shittiest news, like I just get high. That and- should be like a Daniel Tosh Tosh point. No, you should. That should be a full show. Oh, you like that? I love it. Well, I think we should all be able to be in on your on shouting floor on your phone. No, I'll just be an podcast. executive producer. I thought somewhere in the contract it said that any podcast we do well. Oh my God, we signed a contract. Goes, but hear oh, me out. But no, you didn't sign the contract. No, any podcast. But we're talking about a full internet show. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a different that's medium. It, yeah. So, but right, they, they, yeah, no, that's very funny. I like that. They also were like, yeah, we should. Do, Joe said, oh, I want to do a show where we just talk about the news. Junk all news. Yeah, like Fuck that was that's Schadenfreude minus mm. the drunk, but close. Close. No, I think you should still do it. I just a quick side. By. They're never gonna do it. I can guarantee you that. No, they're never gonna do. I'd it. I'd like some true. listener feedback. Um, I'm thinking about doing a podcast where I read children's stories. I'll give you some feedback on yeah. that. That's a terrible idea. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Simon didn't even look up from his book. He just gave. Uh, wow, that was the raw. Raw. I've been told my voice is very soothing. Kamar, you uh, have the best voice, hands down. Could yeah, Kamar, you, your voice is amazing. Could you yeah. imagine Simon your kid? sucks. Oh, man. Did you have to say that, man? You could have a little speaker. You're going to have to sit like 10 times further away from the mic next week. Because uh, no, Alexa. Simon, your voice is great. Everyone's going to hear it this week. It's great. But just back to Sorry, the, no, no, Kamar, I cut you off. Alexa? Alexa is on Spotify, so you could just have your Alexa in your room, listening to everything you do and all the bad shit you do, and just say, Kamar, read Goodnight Moon. And then read your kid. Good night, Moon. Oh my God! No, imagine <laughs> nobody your kid is to sleep doing in. that. Okay, that's the last sale. I, I think it's a bad <laughs> idea too. I totally want in on whatever Shattenkirk, but I don't want in on uh, Kamar. Pedophile man reading stories to children. Whoa! I'm just reading. It's just went to the next level. There, it's like Shel Silverstein. I'm not getting anything from it. It's like Shel Silverstein. Well, you know what I mean. I'd read Shel Silverstein to your kids. Whatever. Maybe it's copyright material. I wonder. So just back to um, our, you know, our own devices keeping track of everything we do. Why would you have Alexa? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I know, listen, I'm no dummy. I know that your phone is doing the exact same thing Alexa is, but Alexa seems like just the straight up, like that's I'm planting a bug in oh, my yeah. house. That's the thing you ask questions yeah, to there. Google home, <laughs> Google home, Alexa. Oh, were you, I was were you even, just waiting for me to notice that? Come on. I was even more thinking about the cloud even like everything is, well, everything is being stored. So things you say today that are acceptable five years from now might be totally uh, taboo. And it's all just there for them to go back to for ammunition. No, I'm, I'm saying like listen, the political. No, warriors, no, no, you know? no, 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 no. I, you know what I realize? I'm happy because, like, I feel sorry for the young people now because they will have a full documentation how they totally fucked up their life. Like, if they, like, you really let right, yourself like go. You have to think about it. And you can't even remember. You never saw me in my prime. No, no, well, like, think or, about or the Kavanaugh. World. There's, there's no evidence. I, don't know. I pulled you out of the gutter. Come on. Yes, but the world can't see how far I've, I've right, fallen, right, how right, shitty right, my life's right, gotten. Right. I just look who I am. But these people now, it's all documented. Come on. You went wrong right here. Think it was about, 2024. Think about Brett Kavanaugh. They just had a yearbook and they nearly fucked him. Imagine yeah. what these kids are going to have. They're going to be like, let's pull up your Instagram why, for 2018. Why were you disagreeing One more with reason. me, though? One more reason. Because it's sorry. fun. No, I know that. But no, what was your point? Sorry, I don't remember. Oh, okay, don't worry. I got cut off, so it couldn't have been important. One more reason. No, I feel, it might have I been important. Sorry. Um, there's something I'm forgetting about Kumia for sure. I know I had my Matrix moments. I really liked the episode. I yeah, thought it was great. I thought it was terrific too. It was four hours. It blew by. They never even talked about um, his whole problem right which you know usually they rehash on things a little bit but no, they, no, they didn't no. even broach yeah, it i think no. joe had brought it up on the podcast enough and i think most oh if uh, listen i wasn't upset about it yeah, I, yeah. I just found it interesting that it never even came up it came up at one tiny time in conversation like just flippantly off and well, he was pretty much saying he was like i have enough yeah. problems he did mention it a few times he was like i thought i was damaged yeah. goods after i'd been thrown off of serious radio. What and does Opie do now? I meant to ask that question. Bitches, like, bitches in a corner. I liked him the most because he was like a Trump supporter for the same reason I'm a Trump supporter. Just to fucking throw a wrench in the mix. And he was like, I think he's an idiot, but I voted for him, you know? Like, I just wanted, I wanted to fuck it up. Well, I think that was a lot of people's point of view, right? And like, that's what just, he was. Yeah, so a lot of people should have voted third party. That's, that's what he. That's what he. Terrible. That's what he won me party? over. That's what he won me over. There's always a third. If the third party, I thought the states didn't have a third party. Listen, if I'm the third stupid, party gets, if I'm the stupider. if the third party in the U.S. gets five percent of the vote, the next time they get like a, a, they get the same amount of funding from the government as the other two parties. So keep that in mind, our American listeners, because I know we have. A fair a bit. I love you guys, all of you, every single one. Minnesota, Illinois, <laughs> California, Texas. I'm a big fan of California. So I was telling Matt earlier. That Mississippi, this, where you at? This has nothing to do with this podcast or with uh, Kumia. Oh, yeah, let's drag just, this on. Just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget it. No, no, here no, now, no. fuck. <laughs> We, no, we don't make us look like assholes. Yeah. You are assholes. Well, well, everybody should know that. Yes, we've got to be the host. <laughs> Listen, nobody's still listening right now, so it doesn't matter. I believe that. So we don't say it. This is where you bring the racist shit up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to be racist, but I went to light my cigarette again the other day. No, you didn't. Yes. And what's especially crazy is I'm lighting these cigarettes in the car 
and I'm putting my hands together like I'm blocking the wind. Like that's the only reason this is happening. Why do you use so much hand sanitizer? How much hand sanitizer are you using? Is it a gel or like a spray? You know what? We're done with this. (laughs) No, no, wait. If you're going to bring it up, you're going to have to answer some questions. How much hand sanitizer are you using? Normal hand sanitizer. I don't use it very often. I've just made the same mistake twice. No one else has ever done that. That's not getting struck by lightning. Especially if you learn the first time. No, I'm really confused though. You're putting so you're putting so much the other thing that's been happening to me lately is I I like like Bigfoot and shit, so I'll type cryptid into Google and it keeps coming up to Bitcoin accounts. What the fuck is cryptid? What are you talking about yeah. right now? Is that bad? Yeah, well it's <laughs> troublesome for me. Why? Because you want to buy Bitcoin? No, I don't want to buy Bitcoin. Okay. I, I want to read okay. about... This has gone Bitcoin. off the rails. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like someone's bombed me no, with a, I, a brain yeah. bomb. We hit a wall there. We hit a wall like 20 minutes you ago. Said, you said we got to wrap this up. You were like, we just got to go to Kubia. You're like, and then, yeah, I think we've talked yeah, about no, Kubia. No, we're going to take this Let's off just, the rails a bit. We Do you think, have another point on Kumia? We, no, we wrap Kumi, this up. Kumi are you sure? Done. done with Kumia. No, okay. I don't. I don't think we were, are done, but we have to be. Oh, done. Wait, so oh, we have to. You had more. I I feel like we touched on almost everything. I don't. Think, I don't think have time to continue. That's all. No, I'm wrapping this shit up. What did? It's how true. many it was, Jamies it did you a, give? The, it was a four hour podcast. How many Jamies did you give the episode? I five. would give it four. You gave it five. Come five on. because I didn't like Anthony Kumia before, and he. You know, five is the maximum, right? So nothing can be better than this podcast after so this. So you think this was better than Weinstein? I didn't like Anthony Cumia before this podcast. And it changed I thought he did all that stuff, but was a dick. Okay. Like he was a dick. Okay. And now... I had a, a preconceived prejudice thought of him. So because it changed your opinion, and I was like, he's, he's a great guy. Like, Okay. Fair so, enough. So it moved me like that. But you see what I'm saying, right? It's like when somebody says these are... Uh, it's happened. In- incredible. There's a watershed moment, or whatever, and then I think a, it's just Kamar found out he was like a MAGA hat wearing. This Trump is supporter this is this is a, oh no, he's known that for a is, long time. This is a, this oh he found out that Kumia was. Yeah, that's oh what yeah. Saying, yeah, this is a, was a watershed moment, and you know maybe Anthony Kumia is going to be a little happier knowing that he's my my not my my five guess the Rogan. Well, I give six it a episodes four. in. I also give it a five. Oh a four. man, just to leave some room for something better. So good week, guys. Nice, yeah. nice wow. hey, that was awesome, on everything. Guys. That Takashi was awesome. six nine. Talked I, about rape. I got to slip that in there. Talked yeah. about uh, Jordan Peterson. We didn't get to talk about the holidays or anything. Like, what holiday? What holiday? The holidays are approaching us. It's December. Oh my god! Well, yeah, disgusting. I know. But we're gonna have three more podcasts before yeah. the holidays Let's hit not us. Talk about it. Or should we just be in like a, a silo of time and never know when it's happening? So these will never age? Like the casino, you just never know what time it is. Well, once just Matt starts windows. booking theaters, he's going to need the podcast. Thanks, Kamar. I love it. Yeah. Kamar, you have, you have anything you want to plug this week? And all the solo uh, podcasts this, this, he's planning. This week, I'm playing at my work party. So we get a little deal there. I'm doing 15 minutes. Uh, in a, so in you're, a plugging, you're plugging that we a show that no one can go to? So, private show, sold out, sold out. Um, Do you, you know, need an opener for that show? Follow me at Kamar Babar and uh, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to all the listeners. Let's get some feedback out there. Tell me why you don't like me. Yeah, hit us up. J-R-E-E That's podcast. That's my show coming up, though. J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. Give us all your negative feedback. We want to make the show better. That's the best. That's the best. And yeah. we'll probably block you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely block you. Uh, Email. Right. Like, subscribe, please. Gross. 
Let's, oh, uh, how about an ad? Because if we're going to get paid, our sponsor. Yeah, because people are still listening. I oh, yeah. So, I, yeah. I we'll have to do that. We should have done at that at the, the start. Yeah. No, we'll do it right now. That's do it good. Now. Okay. And then just loop it in. Yeah. No, we are brought to you by Ward 14. Ward 14, your local watering hole if you live in the Preston area for all your drinking needs. They've got tater tot poutine. You can buy anything, and I mean anything, at the bar. Like my girlfriend. No. Uh, Ward 14. Check it out. <laughs> Somebody's going to take you up on that. You know what the worst part is? We don't even know the address, do we? It's uh, right next to the fire station on... That's not an address. Preston Street. Uh, right across from the uh, soccer field where they all play soccer. Across from Plant Path, yeah. Ward 14, coolest bar in the universe. Very cool bar. Preston Super Street cool right bar. beside the fire station. Check out John Deck on Wednesdays. Trivia every Monday. And they're open seven days a week. And they're selling pennants right now. There you go. Buy yourself a pennant. Thanks for listening. We love you all. And uh, we hope to see you next week. See you next week, guys. Later. Later.